0: I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The MonsterCast, Cast, episode 43. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cast the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I am, of course, Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend, Tivis. Tivis, how are you doing today, my man?
1: How's I'm fast? doing pretty
0: good.
2: It's <laughs> a good <laughs> Saturday. Really...
0: It's a Saturday, yeah. Uh, and we have with us two guests with us today, guys, that we're going to be talking about this great movie. Um, well, to some people, it's great. To some people, it's not. We'll find out uh rob zombies the monsters and we would like to welcome one of our guests right now uh back with us is austin mosier austin how you doing today my man i'm good how are you guys doing? pretty good pretty good Uh, i already said you ready to talk about this movie uh sure (laughs) all right well let me bring in the other guest uh people please um give a you know no round of applause for my baby brother Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, how are you doing today, man? Pretty good. Could you hear us off uh, when you're off of the air? I don't know. Yeah, when we could. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. Just making sure.
3: <laughs> uh, before
1: we get into stuff though, I do have some uh housekeeping I need to do. Okay, okay. Uh So it's been brought to my attention that I didn't really give a whole lot of time to the cast of the last Munsters Revenge movie we did. And, you know, I I understand that I try really hard to to spotlight as much as I can. Uh, I had a lot less time to do it last episode, and I apologize for all the stuff I missed. But I actively encourage the rest of, you know, when I go through these, I, I would like, you know, you guys, if anything sounds anyone sounds interesting or, you know, you're curious yourself, go look it up so uh okay i see what you did uh the next thing i want to say is uh we did actively try to have a a little bit of a crossover with the hunters uh keith was uh gonna be on unfortunately we couldn't make it work so i apologize to those who were hoping for that but you know maybe in the future
0: right yeah definitely definitely we'll have to hook up with those guys sometime soon um Also, guys, uh, thank you, Kenny and Austin, for joining us today. We wanted to make sure that we had some type of a group discussion, not just me and Tivis again uh, on this film, especially since it's so um, out there uh, for uh, opinions. I guess <laughs> That's a word. <laughs> uh, real quick, guys, uh, we do want to, you know, remind everybody that the Remind magazine issue of The Munsters is out now. And you can uh, go over to themunstercast.com slash mag and order your issue. Uh, it's pretty great. It has um, <clears throat> interviews with Rob Zombie about the new mo- movie, uh, Butch Patrick, and then there's other stuff in there with Elvira and uh, who was it, uh, Vampira and Svengulli. So definitely check this out. I already started doing the crosswords and stuff in here. So this is definitely not a collector's magazine now for me. (laughs) So
1: mine is in the mail. I should be getting it sometime next week awesome this week as you listen to it i guess if you're interested right but for again for our audio listeners too
0: it is themunstercast.com slash remind mag and you can uh order yourself a copy of that right then there yeah and um, you can
1: also get their uh their backlog is available as well i saw when i was on their website what was last month you or uh september Uh, you were telling me it was a spy month
0: it was spy month so you had uh get smart man from uncle Uh, Avengers and other uh, James Bond stuff like that so yeah you had that stuff there from them the the British Avengers and um, yeah the British Avengers not you know Captain America and Thor and all them Um, and uh, another thing guys definitely uh, check this one out the day this episode comes out uh, this movie will be released it is Marineland Carnival Um, you can I don't have a copy to show everybody yet because, of course, it's not out yet. It comes out yeah, on Yeah, we 3rd. don't get advanced stuff early. Yeah. So, Unfortunately. So uh, you have, uh, go to the slash Marineland Carnival. We wrote an article about this coming out. It's finally the first official release this movie has ever had. Um, it was found in the 90s, put in a the museum. They forgot about it. It was found back in 2014, and they're finally now doing something with it. Mm -hmm. and there's going to be a bunch of other stuff on the dvd as well uh interviews and um all types of stuff with the monsters in character
1: so and as you're listening to this tomorrow make sure to let us know hey happy anniversary we've been doing this for a year
0: it's our one year anniversary. Another great reason for Austin and Kenny to be here. And they're just sitting here watching us talk about all this random crap because they're like, what's going on? Wait, what? Uh, so, yeah, this is definitely another reason why we're doing a lot of these uh, pitches too today, because one year anniversary. We want to appreciate everybody and let everyone know where they can get this great, awesome monster swag. Um, and there's uh, one other thing I found. Which is a <clears throat> VHS copy of the new Munsters movie. Um, you can go to the slash Munster VHS to order a copy of these. These are definitely for collectors. Uh, I actually got a colored version and a black and white version. So if uh, I, our, our video people out I there. I was going to ask is the
1: black and white actually black
0: and white? The black and white version is actually in black and white. I pulled my VCR out and started watching it. I got about halfway through till my wife came home and I had to turn it off. <laughs> As I told uh, Austin. Uh so if you guys are interested in that, if you like the film or if you just want a cool VHS uh cassette tape, uh yeah. this place is uh, great for it. It's taperot.com. I think you got just go to Oh,
1: sorry. That? I didn't mean to interrupt oh. the website. Go ahead and finish.
0: Uh, it's tape rot.com or you can just go to the monstercast.com com slash monster VHS and it'll take you directly to the uh, page that their um, video is on. Now, I think you got Daniel Roebuck's uh, attention with that one, too. <laughs> so. Yeah, Daniel Roebuck liked that. He thought it was pretty cool. And I was very cautious about how I was like posting it because I don't want them to get in trouble. You know, yes. So I was like, it's a collector's item. It's definitely a collector's item, you know. Not everybody's going to pull out a VCR and watch Rob Zombies the Monsters on no, VCR. No, just you. VCR. Yeah, just me. Maybe Austin. We'll see. We'll see. Do about you have a VHS opinions.
1: player?
4: <laughs> I actually don't have a VHS player right yeah. now. I have a whole bunch of VHS, but I don't have a VHS player.
0: And you're a movie guy? I know. I know. <sighs> I'm going to send you one.
4: <laughs> I got <laughs> 10 of them. so.
1: <laughs> Mine's
0: in a trash yard somewhere. <laughs> um, and then again, uh, we are talking about The monsters, Rob Zombie's movie. If you have not ordered this, guys, um, I recommend it because there's over an hour of BTS. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like on the Blu-ray two. itself. Uh, I know it's on Netflix. Go watch it on Netflix. Do whatever you got to do for that. But uh, if you want to see the over an hour long documentary type BTS thing. Yeah, there's uh, also The uh... Monster
1: cast going on. I was gonna say, there's also commentary with Rob Zombie yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: The basic stuff, but the I was surprised there was over an hour of BTS on this. So uh if you want to pre-order or pre-order, if you want to order that, you can go to the Monstercast.com slash the Monsters movie. Um, we might say a couple things from the documentary, but not too much because I know Kenny and Austin have not seen that. So we're not gonna get too deep into well, that as well. Are you going to um, watch
4: it? watch what <laughs> <laughs> the documentary yes. The documentary yes is that um I, I don't know i don't it's just bts
0: footage i wouldn't even call it a documentary it's just like your normal
1: yeah well, it's, it's, it's a really sort of interesting look I'll, I'll like post uh you know 2020 and the more safety environment with the stuff it's interesting i'll say right. that
0: yeah definitely All right. So um,
1: with that all
0: said, guys,
1: (laughs) we'll do the rest at the end because we want to get to our friends here.
0: Yes, we'll 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 pitch ourselves at the end. Also, though, I am wearing an awesome Munsters cast.
1: I need to get get that before November arrives. I I don't know. I don't know if I can wear that to the polling office, though. I might get kicked out. I'm totally wearing this to the polling office. They can eat
0: it.
4: They're they're I, crazy with that shit. I mean, it's not a real campaign, so I, I don't know, think... But, I,
0: it's not a real anything. It's literally... Yeah. This was a, a JFK poster, I believe it was, uh, that I took the idea from to make this one, so... <laughs> anyways uh let's dive into this movie guys and uh we'll pitch all that if you do want to get the shirt though it's the monstercast.com slash merch guys (laughs) we'll pitch it at the end but here's what (laughs) we'll mention that at the end all right guys uh so how do we're going to start this off it's just a conversation we're not breaking it down scene by scene by scene or anything like that um do you guys want to give like your thoughts so that we know where everyone's mindset is before we dive into this like did you like it did you not like it We'll go around the table. Tivis, did you like it?
1: Uh yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, geez. Do you want more I than crunched. that? Or are we just doing
0: a quick little? I crunched ice really bad. Um, no, that's fine. Okay. Uh, Austin, did you like it or did you not like it?
4: I didn't, but not for some of the reasons I thought I was not going to like it.
0: Okay, and so there were
4: there were things I liked oh. more about it than I thought I would. So, right. On. And Kenny, how about you? Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Okay, Definitely different. I'm, I'm going to be awesome. ganged up on here then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I didn't say if I liked it or not. Um, but I enjoyed it, definitely, for sure. Uh, so let's dive into this. I will say, though, this movie did exactly what I wanted it to do, uh, which was bring in a younger audience. My kids really enjoyed this film. Um My youngest literally watched it with me two times (laughs) in the course of this week. So, um, and uh, that was awesome. He, you know, knows the characters' names when I wear the shirts now, like this morning and and yesterday, I was wearing my other Monster Cash shirt. He's like, Oh, that's Herman. And it's like, Yes, yes, it is. Perfect. Um, so you can't ask for anything else besides that, right? You know, youth into a franchise that's that's how you, you know, keep it alive
1: by universal yeah oh, don't even get me started
0: <laughs> all right so how do we want to go who's who's talking first i'm i'm, I'm done talking i haven't talked enough mute
1: <laughs> uh you want to throw it to uh Mosier? let hit what do you what do you think about the uh what do you want to go what do you want to go to it first the cast
4: uh sure i'll talk about the cast um <clears throat> I loved Daniel Roebuck. I'm going to start with the things I do like, did like, yeah. and kind of transition into what I didn't. I loved Daniel Roebuck as Grandpa. I think he was fantastic. I think there were times where he sounded and acted just like Al Lewis. That I was like, wow, that is incredible casting, mm-hmm. an incredible performance by him. I liked uh, Herman. The only thing I didn't, I think he was a good choice for it. I think he did some things well. Really, like, I liked, he got the laugh down really well.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I, what I, what, it drove me absolutely bonkers while watching it was that weird, like, cracking he kept doing in his voice, like when he's talking. Like he, it was kind of like a higher pitch and he kept like cracking his voice. And I'm like, why is he doing that?
0: I got it a was, reason. What? I got the reason why. Why? At least in my head. He, I think he I know was what just you're born. Say. Yeah. So he's going through puberty.
4: Yeah, I figured that's what you're uh, going to say. I, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> buy it. <laughs> it was, it was really annoying. <laughs> I did not, I, I did, I, I thought like if he didn't do the voice crack, I thought it would have been much better. Hmm. Uh, and uh, Sherry moon zombie. I did. Her performance was so annoying. I did not like her as Lily at all. Um, I, I, th- I thought that she was acting like a, a parody of Alexis Rose from Shits Creek more than she was being Lily Munster. I need to watch more of that. Um but other but yeah, that's my general overview. I thought like some of the supporting players were cool. Mm. Like it was nice to see uh uh Cassandra Peterson at when when she said she was going to be in costume, I half expected her to be in her Elvira costume, but All I'm right. kind of glad that they it, it wasn't that. <laughs>
0: I'm surprised because we recently watched one of the Monsters mm-hmm. <laughs> movies and they had Aunt Elvira or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, she could literally just play Elvira and be I the I thought end. it was... Yeah.
4: <laughs> nah, but I thought like a lot of the supporting players were cool. Um, but, yeah, that's my general overview of cast.
0: Okay. So, what... I'm curious because I didn't recognize it. I had... It wasn't till the documentary cuz I didn't even look in the IMDb but Richard Drake um he's the one who played the doctor uh Augustus Wolfgang. Mm-hmm. Um he also is the same guy who played Orlock. I could not tell that he was Orlock. So much well,
4: under under all that makeup you could be almost anybody is that. Oh <laughs> <So>. yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the mannerisms and everything I was just like there's I I never would have in a million years thought that was the same actor.
4: The that is one thing I I also liked more than I thought I was going to was the makeup because from the trailer, um, it did not look good to Mm -hmm. me. Like I thought the makeup looked really like chintzy and fake, and I was like, oh, this is just going to look like somebody in like bad Herman Munster like Halloween costume. But like Mm -hmm. the like the Count Orlock stuff like looked exactly like nosferatu yeah like it was great and i thought a lot of the um makeup design looked a lot better in the final product than they showed in the trailer definitely yeah uh,
0: we actually uh in the other last week when we talked about the other movie they had a uh, cousin phantom of the opera <laughs> Oh god! <goodness. laughs> uh, but the makeup so they glad did on he him in this the 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 makeup they did on him looked almost exactly like the original phantom of the opera and but it looked like crap in that movie uh, but you know it looked exactly the same and that's when i saw um orlock i was like oh dang they they got that like almost perfect and not many people know his name is orlock everyone just calls him nosferatu you know <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't
4: know his he, name. It was originally Count Dracula too, but yeah. they got sued, so they had to change it to something else.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was fun. Uh, what about you, Kenny? What you got? What What did you like
3: about the cast? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, like most of the cast, the one that I actually like, I kept on sitting there saying, "I've seen this guy before." It was Igor. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> he plays Radagast. Oh. In Lord of the Rings, well, oh, in the nice. Hobbit, in the yeah, Hobbit series, Hobbit. Yeah. in the Hobbit trilogy, he plays yeah. right. I guess I'm like I know this guy from something. He looked very familiar.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But like most of the-
0: that's that's one thing you'll find with any Rob Zombie film is you'll watch some, watch it and be like, this actor looks familiar. Where is he from? And I think right. that's pretty cool because then it gets people to go to like IMDb or something. That's what I did. I was
3: sitting there, I'm just like, let's figure it out.
0: Yeah. I mean, usually most of his movies, you know, it's like horror icons that he's pulling in, so you know, right. like when he worked with Sid Haig, rest in peace, Like, I was just like, oh man, that's awesome. Anyways,
3: <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna make this a love podcast to Rob Zombie's films, because <laughs> I know not everyone here likes them.
3: Well, the hardest part was when they had the the Tin Can Man or whatever it was. Tin Can Man. Oh yeah, let's. It's this guy, but you can't hear his actual voice because it's all you know. You, you could later over. on
0: when he was performing the wedding ceremony, you could yeah. tell that it was Butch Patrick. Um, <clears throat> but not really a whole lot. They hid it behind the robotics, still. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it, I thought that was a wasted cameo in a way because i agree because when he came up i was like oh this is because i knew he would cast as that character i was right. like oh cool this is going to be butch patrick and then it just kind of sounded like a generic robot and i was like oh okay mm-hmm. i guess <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's how you use the original eddie munster right
0: well i mean they did the same thing with uh, <clears throat> pat priest she's just the airplane voice in the airport right. she, she doesn't both of the original cameos are just uh voice cameos cameos. and i wonder if that's because well maybe they couldn't get them over there to do actual footage because they shot this in budapest 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 however you say it uh where black widow blew up the dude (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so they shot the whole film over there which is kind of crazy so i'm wondering if maybe they just couldn't get those two over there especially because they were shooting it in 2021 covid and all that stuff
4: and it was probably budgetary too i'm guessing it's probably cheaper to do like voice than it is to you know hire them as a character fly them out costume makeup and all that stuff so
0: and you can tell clearly they were working with uh, you know budget constraints too because i mean even sherry moon zombie she played two separate characters um mm-hmm. the the they the all played two different characters at least jeff Daniel Phillips played three different characters yeah. if you include the the body that he <laughs> yeah. you know, the comedian <laughs> uh but he was also zombo as well so yeah and um and uh, uh Daniel Roebuck played uh Ezra Moser, which which amazing also. tribute
1: amazing Ezra to Stone yeah, yeah to <laughs> Ezra Stone and Bob Moser
0: <laughs> yeah uh two icons within the Munsters um history would you say history yeah we'll say history the Munsters history we've been hearing them non-stop as long as we've been talking about the original cast so uh it was definitely fresh in my mind I was like oh that's pretty cool oh uh, but yeah, just seeing them playing multiple characters because, you know, budget constraints and shit like that. Also, I think Daniel Roebuck probably would have played multiple characters anyways, because he just loves to be on film sets. So yeah. Oh shit. I'm sorry. Um did you yeah. do you want to tell what you liked about it? Or well, I was
1: gonna do ask Kim, just... do you have any other shout outs, Kenny?
3: Yeah. Um, not really. Okay. I kind of enjoyed the little uh you know, the little scenes where they go to black and white and stuff too yeah they're kind of cartoony (laughs) that was funny
1: yeah i felt like that was a nice little uh kind of nod to mini monsters a bit Mm -hmm. uh yeah oh no
0: dude he was so there was an article that went around that rob zombie wanted to do this in black and white but the studio Mm -hmm. wouldn't let him yeah yeah i love the fact that he put as much black and white footage in it while still being in their parameters and not doing black and white by using the TV to to shoot on the TV, but doing what was on uh, the TV in black and white. Understand. He was like, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to do some of it in black. And white. <laughs> well, why wouldn't they allow him to do both?
1: That's just, I don't, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I,
4: yeah. I don't understand how, especially because it was like a lower budget thing. Mm. It's like, it's not like this is ever going to make like gobs of money anyway. So it's like, it's not. And, and, most of the people who are going to watch this are familiar with the fact that this was a black and white show and so, so like why would this be an issue of filming this in black and white it doesn't make any sense i
0: can i can see why not doing it in black and white was probably beneficial for them because all the bright colors and stuff like that for the kid audience the children audience
4: yeah well, would definitely help them yeah. i guess and and that kind of segues to one of the things i liked about this is i actually liked the cinematography of it i thought Mm. it looked good i thought the the colors weren't as awful as they were and it looked really oversaturated in the trailer Mm. Uh, and i think when i watched it on the big screen that kind of worked better for me by
0: big screen he means tv
4: Yes. Yes. <laughs> not,
0: not, not. People are gonna be like, "Where the hell did you see it in theaters?" <laughs> no.
4: I, but like, I, I think it worked better because I watched the trailer on my phone, right? And then I, um, but watching the whole movie on the, I think it the, the color looked good. I still uh-huh. assert that it will lo- it would have looked better in black and white. But so,
0: seeing part of the film in black and white the the way that they colored it you know because even back in the 60s they used colored lighting to shoot it they were in their colored makeup and everything right so it actually does if you just watch this in black and white turn your tv to monochrome or whatever guys you can watch it in black and white it actually does look pretty good i mean i was watching it on a vhs so that doesn't that quality doesn't isn't there but
4: well that, and that's the thing is like from like the the shots that i've seen that they people have converted to black and white yeah i could tell that he lit this oh definitely like it like it could have been black and white yeah like the way it was lit it, it was how you light black and white Things, but just with color, and they didn't. So, yeah, I I appreciated that, and I do wish that even on the Blu-ray, I wish there would have been like a monochrome version.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see if they ever release one out there. But you know, just turn your TV to monochrome. You can do that in the settings. I know, <laughs> I know, but it's he's like it's I'll cool. do it, and I won't know how to turn it back. I'll forget like an old man. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I love the color palette. Um, as people have been able to tell, like throughout the the cover art and shit I've done for the done done for the podcast, um, or even the colored bandanas I'm wearing today in tribute to the movie. Uh, green and purple have always been something I thought really go together very well. And the lighting, the way he did it was was pretty cool with those color schemes. I mean, and I it's Halloween fact, colors, yeah. Well, I also love the fact that the he let their makeup colors, you know, help predict or not predict, like help uh, inform the colors that they were going to use in the lighting and stuff. Is really cool to see that. So
4: yeah, I I especially liked the scenes in. Uh, grandpa's lab hmm. i thought the 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 colors in the lab looked really nice yeah. especially with all like the the test tubes and things going everywhere like it yeah. caught the light really interestingly and it made it look, look kind of neon-y you yeah. i thought that stuff looked pretty cool
0: speaking of neony when does this movie take place what what decade yes (laughs) because there's a newspaper that says 61 or something like that 1961 the transylvania gazette but they have a lot of neon like i guess neon neon in the 60s '60s. yeah i guess so but but in transylvania
4: there's a lot there's a lot of other things that were very uh
0: Some of the music choices,
4: music choices, like the like the band that Herman was in was just very like eighties punk. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, but that's just Rob Zombie. Yeah, Rob Zombie was like, hi. I thought it went
0: really good with uh Jeff Daniel Phillips' voice though, with the the punk rock style.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was it was fine.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, what was that? What else was Oh, so the the neon, I did like a little, you know, you know, Rob Zombies always put like a little tribute stuff here and there to the monsters in a lot of his work. Well, in this one, he put a little tribute, I think. I don't know for sure, but I saw it. It says live dead girls, like his song, living dead girls. Well,
4: living, or, dead, living dead, dead girls, dead girls is, sorry. Living dead girls is a reference to an old like horror movie. too. Yeah. yeah.
0: But the, so. the, did you see the sign that says live dead girls for, you know, the strip club or whatever it's supposed to be? Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I do like the Like the, <sighs> the in world advertisements, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of stuff in there that, that was pretty funny. If you pay attention to like the little details, yeah. like just, just the passing like a uh, bar, like signs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty funny.
0: Yeah, all the stuff in Transylvania was pretty cool to just uh, have these, like, it, that's where it felt like, you know, all the Munsters humor comes from a lot, you know, or not their humor, but their, their darker macabre <clears throat> jokes and stuff like that. Like, they, they come from the Transylvania setting in the 60s show I'm talking about, so. Mm-hmm. uh yeah, I, I, I like Transylvania. I, I really enjoyed that. And I this is a BTS fact. The place where the Dr. Wolfgang creates Herman, that exterior shot is, a, and Tivis, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, they said it was an old power plant. I think that's correct. So all they did was literally just put green lights in that tube and lit it up like that. That's it. I was like, "That is awesome because it looks pretty cool." I thought it was a set piece, like they built it or something specifically for a film, but it that that building is there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, 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 I just wanted to add that in.
1: <laughs> uh, continuing with the aesthetic talk, yeah. um, Augustus uh, Wolfgang's lab was. I thought that was like really weird. Look at sci-fi uh, type uh the lights going around the ceiling and stuff little little disappointed not a whole lot of uh uh what are those things tesla coils but you know uh i i i really enjoyed the aesthetic of this um it's definitely shot to it looks like it's made for people to turn it in black and white like they did on your vhs like he knew people were going to do it right but I loved the colors. I loved the look, um, the makeup I thought was fantastic. Herman Herman definitely looks a lot better than I thought he did in the trailers in this movie, because mm. uh, I'll be honest, even in the trailers, I was like, oh, I'm not too sure about that green. But uh, w- watching it in uh, practicality, it
4: worked It really well. <laughs> there were times where i thought that he looked more green in certain scenes i don't know if that was just where they put him but or if it were like the makeup changed at all or something because i don't know because there was there, there were times where i noticed it more where i'm like he looks really green in this scene yeah it I could be just the lighting where
0: he's outside in the daylight it's a lot more brighter right. yeah um
4: yeah, and that may be and that might be it. I think
0: that's just the light bouncing off of them making him even brighter too, you know. Yeah. Uh but go on. yeah. I, I I really feel Fred Gwynn would be like super jealous of the suit that he got to wear because oh, yeah. it was super lightweight.
1: <laughs>
4: and the shoes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: I I will say on the when when he appeared on the like that. Talk show or whatever when mm-hmm. um when Doctor Wolfgang was revealing him and it, it it was in black and white on the TV, it looked so good. Yeah, it looked just like the um, the makeup from the show, and that's
1: mm-hmm. why I think that's on purpose.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. Th- oh, I'm su- I'm sure it is. Yeah, but it looked really good.
0: That's, that's why I said like Rob Zombie tried to get some black and white footage in there of Herman so that you could see it like that. Yeah um in the in the <laughs> BTS 2 also they show him Rob uh Mr. Zombie for some of you uh Mr. Zombie trying to the get the <laughs> makeup perfect for like the hair and stuff like that like they had pictures of Fred Gwynn that he was going through and stuff to be like well no his bangs were a little shorter so cut his bangs down and mm. stuff like that from the wig and all that so I was, uh, there's definitely that that chance not even a chance it has to be that he was like no we're doing this scene in black and white so people can actually see (laughs) i'm not crazy and you know (laughs) about making him super bright green but the bright green even reminds me of if you watch the two monsters movies with fred when they did his makeup they actually have really bright green makeup on him um especially on his uh, brow area and the forehead so it kind of looked about the same tone for me. Yeah. So I mean, his I, face was a lot brighter, but you know, everything else was did, about the same tone. Jeff's
1: going back to the characters though, uh the the cast, Jeff he nailed this laugh, dude. I oh my the laugh God. was very good.
4: <laughs> He's so good in the role. Uh it, it but it also the laugh was so good it made me wish that the v- voice wasn't so weird. I
1: was yeah I I agree the whole the squeaky voice aspect was a little off-putting to me um it didn't detract too much from the movie uh I think it may have been better without it but you know it is what mm-hmm. it is I guess now but uh, I think he when he didn't do that his Herman like oh man, I I would absolutely watch another movie with this cast I thought he, I I like uh sh- I don't know if I liked the direction that he went with Lily a little bit. She was a bit too body
4: motion. She was, she was too Jack Sparrow. Like she did. She, she was
0: (laughs) emulating the, the mannerisms that Yvonne did, but like constantly. Yeah. Like in every movement. If they could just tone that down. Yeah. Yeah because like, Yvonne was like she would do those save movements but then there'd be a lot of times where she'd just be chill and not do anything at all yeah that, that's Whereas, literally
1: uh, my only criticism pretty much yeah for the cast is it's too much like just tone it down a little bit and it's perfect in my opinion
4: uh, I think
0: it's just supposed to be over the top in general though it's like I the know whole that's what thing. they were
4: going for but I for me but that's it, what I would just <laughs> No, and I agree with Tivis on this one because that was part of the thing that irritated me most and like her, like uh, over-exaggerated facial expressions and stuff like that. I liked that. uh, (laughs) And and the um, the way she talked, like I said, it sounded like I, I, for the longest time I was watching this, I'm like, what does this performance remind me of? And it reminded me of uh, Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek. Uh, oh, the sister in Schitz Creek. I need to watch more of that.
1: I've never seen it.
4: <laughs> so, it's, a, it's a great show, but like the she's kind of the ditzy rich, rich girl kind of like talk. And I'm like, this, this doesn't feel like Lily Munster to me, right? Uh, I, 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 other
1: than the so, exaggerated hand motions, I, I I honestly thought she was great in the role otherwise. Uh, real, real <laughs> quick
0: before you keep going to this, too. Yeah. I do want to read cuz everyone keeps saying this is like a prequel. It's not a prequel. It's not a reboot. This is a reimagining, by the way. It, cuz it's not rebooting the show. It's not rebooting anything. It's a completely different reimagining. Yeah. Because by the 60s they had been together for like a 100 years. So <laughs> or like 50 years or something like that cuz Herman served in the military and all their crap. I believe they had, the we watched
1: they had their 100th anniversary
0: episode yeah yeah so like it's not like even a a prequel to that yeah it's its own thing and i want to let people remember that because a lot of people are saying it's a prequel and then other people are like but it's not canon because it doesn't because it's not a prequel well, here's the thing it. about canon here here's the thing about canon
1: canon is everything that the company wants under the banner uh the mini monsters is canon continuity is a completely separate ish, uh, uh, uh discussion yeah. so anyone saying it's not canon doesn't understand what term canon uh, well
2: yeah yeah
1: but yeah. it's in its own thing it's its own bubble it doesn't have anything to do with the old, I mean, it, it has throwbacks and references, but it's its own, you know, pro, a story. Yeah, it's its own,
0: and like I said, That's, the verse is here. Right, well, the thing that
3: probably throws a lot of people <laughs> off is that they end it with the intro to the other show. Yeah. But they
0: don't, because, you know, Eddie's not there, and one's uh, yeah, not well, uh, there. The
1: season two intro as well.
3: <laughs> right, yeah. right, well, they. They put in the intro where it's like, where I, I would actually, but at the same time, we'll maybe the he's music. just introing that he wants to do a show. Yeah. Uh, I like that'd be awesome. Like, he just does this movie and then he starts his own show. I would, in uh, black and white. I had the tell Universal so, let him do that. <laughs> yeah. But I bet you he would love to.
1: Oh, yeah. Would he, uh, does he, is he I interested, interested in making TV? Show. Yeah.
0: He's, he's directed TV before. He directed like, CSI but has he helmed
1: a TV ones. show is what
3: I, No. Yeah, it's a uh, whole different
1: can of worms
3: oh yeah but with the with the show he has this much you know so. like love for him, yeah maybe uh right but uh, some other uh
1: people that stood out to me uh Lester <sighs> I loved the guy who played Lester like he nailed the yeah. whole you know I, <laughs> I can't hold on to my money aspect that we saw a tiny bit of in that episode uh
3: yeah, I tried to figure out where I've seen him. Like, because, like, I've looked him up and stuff. I get. Yeah, I lot of, like B movies and stuff like that. Not
0: B movies, damn it. Grindhouse <laughs> style.
3: Come
0: on. <sighs> What's the difference? Uh, Just so...
3: B movies.
0: <laughs> uh, You're a B. The B movie has jerry seinfeld in
3: it first of all (laughs) but yeah uh daniel roebuck totally stole there's only one way to watch the b movie (laughs) fast forward drink every time Uh, that they say b sorry go
1: ahead david uh daniel roebuck totally stole the show from me or the movie uh like he, he was spot on like just so talented and not just because we had him on the show, but I literally, whatever he was on screen, he had my attention more than anyone no, else. He was,
4: his performance was the best out of everybody for sure. Uh, I think because I, I have no notes about it. Like I, like I was thinking, you know, cause I, I like um, uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips as Herman, mm-hmm. but like, I was like the voice was just off enough to me to be annoyed but like every the the mannerisms of um daniel roebuck the voice of daniel roebuck mm-hmm. like the look except for like the mustache you know, which is new but like you know like everything about it where i was just like yeah i can like close my eyes and think like yeah that is he- al lewis you know like he
0: has the mustache because he's young and hip still, man. Like, you know, <laughs> the sideburns, the '60s. He's got to have it all.
3: <laughs> but don't you know? Once you get past 300, it all no. starts going <laughs> out, <off>. right? <laughs>
0: uh, no, but I, like, I, I I really enjoyed um, Mr. Robuck's uh, performance for sure. He was definitely the one that's like you really. There's not much to to judge about the performance, mm-hmm. especially because this is a whole new iteration. <clears throat> Um, and all that too, but at the same time, I was like, for me, the one I was watching the most that I was like enamored with or whatever was Herman, like Jeff Daniel Phillips, like stole the show from me for some reason. Like, I just was like, every like, I've so besides watching it in black and white, I've watched it in color three times. Because I wanted to make sure that my opinions were my opinions before I spoke on them today. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, every time I watched, I was watching him, like just watching, Herman, and um, yeah, I couldn't stop.
1: Oh, he like like I said, I, he definitely embodied the Herman for me. Aside from the few voice cracks, which.
4: Mm. Again, a lot of voice cracks could
1: have could have done with fewer but it did not detract from the movie at all from me uh yeah and, and the side carrot oh my god floop and of course igor who mm. sylvester mccoy and if anyone doesn't know the seventh doctor from doctor who
0: tippus was over there getting pissed
1: because kenny didn't say <laughs> doctor who and he said the hobbit <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but even the archive footage that they pulled out i mean we had the beaver yeah. in this movie yeah
2: yeah
1: uh that was a good a nice surprise uh the side characters that all the main guys play uh you know ezra mosher uh zombo and the comedian uh donna doomley on the radio that cracked me up <laughs> the mm. tiny little scene that we saw that uh.
3: The funny one was, uh, watching the, uh, what the hell was it? When they're watching the movie with the monster from the lagoon oh, Uncle Gilbert. <laughs> <and> the <laughs> creature. Yeah. Uh, they're watching his movie with him. Yeah, and
0: they're
4: like yeah. laughing their ass off. Yeah. Like, I, I thought that was so funny. Oh,
0: I, yeah. I honestly not sure why. So they have the wedding and I'm like, why didn't uncle Gilbert show up to the wedding? Like, the only person that attended really was Grandpa, right? Yeah,
1: I kind of. I didn't really get a good look at the whole guest list. Like Uncle
0: and uh, Lester. Lester there. was
4: there because that's where he.
1: Yeah, yeah, Lester
0: was. He wasn't at the ceremony though. Augustus no, was he just there. and Wolfgang, Doctor <laughs> Wolfgang
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, do
3: you it was there. Yeah. the parents. Do you guys want
1: to <laughs> just jump right into this since we already covered like the uh, aesthetic of it and stuff? Jump well, into the story. I want to
0: say one more thing about the characters um i did not maybe y'all did but the donna doomley character i didn't realize that was sherry until like no my i second didn't either
1: <laughs> i didn't at all yeah the behind the scenes are i what, didn't notice no include yeah. me. <laughs>
0: um that's the um reporter person yeah and yeah. i was like that is like one of her like you know because i'm used to seeing sherry and like mostly horror films and seeing her doing a character that's completely different, like, you know, Lily is still kind of on the scary side and stuff or the doom side or whatever. But that character just came out of nowhere. I was like, I want a whole movie with Sherry acting like that. <laughs> Can we do
1: that, please? Yeah, I got very like Tina Fey-esque vibes from that character. <laughs> a little bit a little bit yeah
0: yeah why because she was wearing glasses tivis no it's because i've been <laughs> wow, watching a lot of man. 30
1: rock lately <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so um you want to do- jump into the story then or
1: yeah yeah uh, do you uh, you want to start us off this time kenny what, what what parts of the story stuck out to you like what do you think of the story overall i guess what story
3: the one thing that like kind of stuck out to me was the way they gave him his name
1: yeah yeah that was great <laughs>
0: Named after a cheese. It was the stupidest thing ever. Look, it was, it was a funny was joke, so, okay? Yeah. Because oh, I, I was thinking the same dang thing about the monster oh, uh, cheese. Really? But it was the stupidest way to give an iconic character his name. Like,
4: and, and for those of you that's who just did, dumb, it didn't hear it was. It was as bad as it was as bad as uh, the solo movie Star Wars when uh, when there's like. Oh. when they gave him the solo name because alone, he was alone huh? <laughs> like fuck off which <laughs> it was, so, it was so stupid
1: i will say in defense of that uh he that originally wasn't his name in the old canon as well but that's a whole other topic uh for the i am disappointed though that they he decided to erase the english family that adopts herman from this yeah version cuz for those who didn't watch uh, the movie t- two episodes ago uh, Monsters here, go home Monsters go home we found Our out Herman was home, adopted sorry. by an English family called the Munsters. Yeah. And that's how we got the last name. Uh, yeah. Um which is also interesting because that's
0: supposedly like Rob Zombie's favorite Munsters thing was that movie so I'm like, why would you not like keep it as an adoption thing? And they also didn't make Doctor Frankenstein the creator either. They created yeah, yeah, they also retcon that. Oh, yeah. So, I, and I think that was you know a, and a choice. Grandpa wasn't involved either. <laughs>
1: Who? Grandpa wasn't involved either.
0: Yeah, half the right. time I don't think Grandpa was involved. It's hard to tell. Like Grandpa's like, I was there when you were. I was like. Which time? Maybe he was just brought back to life multiple times. So, <laughs> um, Again, not the same universe, though.
1: Uh, sorry, can I go? <laughs>
3: no, I lost my check. Um, uh, we dun, were talking about the dun, name. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Monster Cheese. I lost sir. My- See, I messed up because of Monster Cheese. <laughs> I still love uh, that. No. No, it, was best, uh, right. it was a stupid way to give it a name. Right. Stupid way. There was okay just a lot it. of funny like foreshadowing, like when the lady's talking about you have to be a complete idiot. To mix these two, up. yeah, that's not for like, That's literally telling you exactly what's, right, going what's happen.
0: happening. <laughs> that's then, not. That's Luke. not for. Don't even the use hell? that foreshadowing <laughs> word for this movie <laughs> at all. Like, uh, let's like, just t- take foreshadowing
1: and put it over here on the shelf with other movies, and not this film. I like, so, is like, "What do you think? I'm an idiot? Don't answer that. I have it written down on my hand. Other
3: hand, <laughs> But the funny thing is, he wrote down the first name." But then he went off the last name. He wrote down the first name. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'll be honest. I honestly thought because they went with the twin brother aspects or not. I don't know if they were twins, but the brother aspect uh, that we were going to get Charlie. It solidified my theory that we were going to get Charlie and we didn't. Twice in this movie, I thought we were going to get him.
0: (laughs) When they when they said something about his brother, I was like, oh, it's going to be a twin. It's. Completely different actor. Um, so I was just like, Oh, damn, that's not Charlie. Okay, did, whatever. The, uh, and then, the, yeah, like, I you thought grandpa would make Charlie or some shit like that, yeah,
1: so. with the potion he did, but yeah,
3: uh, with the whole instead he made a monkey. <laughs> What's that instead? He made a monkey, yeah. I don't, is that Tarzan? That's a is dancing
0: tramp- monkey. It was, I didn't
1: get weird. that joke.
4: It was just a, another reference that he wanted to make it was the um what was the name of tarzan's monkey because that's what they because like, oh this isn't the hair of tarzan this is the hair of Ah, i don't know why the name's escaping me now but it's like the name of tarzan's like main yeah. like, chimp friend i did like right. the
0: fact though that they had grandpa screw up you know the one yeah, potion or whatever he did in the doing movie it all the time it's ''cause he always screws up everything, and the
1: labels he can't ever read the label- he has to get the magnifying yeah. glasses ah oh,
0: yeah that that was good to see that reference in there a, oh. a lot of this is just you know here's what the old show used to do, so we're gonna put it in here, which you know for fans and stuff that's cool <clears throat> so and, and it was still entertaining enough to keep kids that don't know the original show you know involved so. Oh, yeah. Go on to or uh, uh, Austin. You said you look like you wanted to say something.
4: Yeah, story and humor were my biggest like negatives for this movie. Mm. Um, there were some things that I thought were pretty <laughs> funny, but it was like okay, but like it was, but it was not ever funny to me. I thought I thought a lot of the humor missed its mark. Mm. I thought, I thought, um the story was just like fan service after fan service scene. It was more like, like how many references yeah. can we, that we put in it? Cause if you actually look at the overarching story of this, like it makes no sense. Like how we get from, <laughs> from a to Z in this movie, it was like, it was just like, it was very
1: I, on fast forward, but it, it, if that I a wanna, lot of episodes do that too. So I kind yeah, of, so I was going to
0: point out a lot of the shows or the episodes do that crap. And they end kind of like how this movie ends, just like wait, what? It's over already? Like that doesn't make sense. What about the whole other part of the story?
4: See, I thought that this movie, for one, was maybe a little too long. I thought they we could have cut maybe like fifteen to twenty minutes out of this, and it probably would have been a lot better. It could have
0: been an hour and a half movie and ended there.
4: But like there was there's like the first half of the movie. It was like a bad version of young Frankenstein. Like they even, they even, they even stole the switching of the brains. Yeah. That was literally the joke in young Frankenstein. I believe
1: they actually referenced that in the behind the scenes for being inspiration for that as well.
4: Inspiration is stolen. <laughs> It's not a, an om. It's not an homage to that joke. It is literally the joke, only not as funny.
0: <laughs> I mean, they stole the brain. You think they're not going to steal a joke?
4: <laughs> it was. It was like there was, like the whole like Frankenstein stuff. I was just thinking, like this would be so much better if it was Young Frankenstein.
0: <laughs> so, I have to admit, every every joke. That Herman says in this movie I laughed my ass off to, except for one. Yes, same. <laughs> and the only one I didn't laugh to was the uh, the horse with the long face joke. I was just like, all right, I've, I've heard that much. But a lot of the other ones, like he would say them, and I would start laughing before the reveal would come. <laughs> like like with the grandpa joke when he's like, How do you uh keep a grumpy old, you know, busted vampire. out vampire <laughs> <suspense."> <laughs> um in suspense? And I just started laughing before grandpa even says how. <laughs> like, yeah, because you know what's going. But his portrayal, like or not his portrayal, but like the way he he looked after he said it. He was just like,
1: oh. That's I'll tell you later. <laughs> so Fred Gwynn, right there, <laughs> he's yeah. channeling him perfect.
0: But see, like, also at the same time, I think like Fred Gwynn's Herman would have said the joke, and then totally forgot the punchline, and then just be like, "I'll tell you later," and it would have been funny because we knew he forgotten the
1: end of the joke. That's true. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I I I enjoyed the um, when he starts dating a. Uh, well, first, I I gotta crack up when they're going to steal all the body parts of the beginning and the the corpse is gone. First of all, how to get out of there if the casket's still sealed? But when they're you like, just close it, close closed it. Where to go? And they're like, oh, it's okay. It's just a zombie. Not only that,
3: right? They're just like no. <laughs> they were
1: like no not phased at all. They <laughs> like, oh, they're
0: like taking oh, the crowbar and trying it. to pry the lid up. <laughs> and their lanterns were on top of it, I was like, oh god, they're gonna catch this whole place on fire the
1: first time I saw it. I was like, oh no. It just goes yeah. up and whacks him in the head with a hammer. Zombie problem solved. Is that the first time
0: we've had a zombie in the Munsters franchise? Well, we haven't finished watching all the other stuff. So.
1: Uh, that we've seen, yeah.
0: That we've seen, okay. But yeah. it
1: didn't feel out of place at all.
0: No, no. Especially see Grandpa's far, tomb. Honestly,
3: it, it, all the comments—they weren't even like phased yeah. when they saw the zombie. They're like, "Oh, so, oh, he's a zombie they were now." Just happy. There he is. <laughs> they, they didn't have to go yeah.
1: looking for a new one. Yeah. Uh, uh, another one that I really enjoyed was when he first meets Grandpa when he's going to Lily's home, and they're shouting at each other from the roof. And then he comes down,
2: <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: and he's still shouting at him. He's like, why are you yelling? I thought you liked it. <laughs> and, and uh, Dan, like grandpa's whole uh, oh, jumps back into the door. I was cracking up at that. Uh, my uh, my wife had some thoughts on this though. Uh, she Uh-oh. said, uh, she would have, <laughs> she, she likes, she, I got her into the show by the way. Uh, she fully converted by because this show is just so good. Uh, but she, uh, she said she likes the episodes where they go and do things and they kind of didn't really do a whole lot in this and I, I i can i can see that um
4: they did nothing it, it was there was yeah. no there was no plot to this movie it was
0: we, it, <laughs> it would have been better if it was a whole story leading up to the wedding yeah and that's what the movie should have been yeah. like well, yeah. a love story we could break the exactly, second into-
4: yeah. that like this was two movies <clears throat> crashed into one. I feel like, I feel like if you wanted to do the Herman Lily love story, that should have been the movie.
0: Let's face it. So after watching the first Munsters film, it was like two or three stories pushed into one movie, <laughs> to be honest. But it was like well, a Scooby-Doo movie, too.
4: But that's no excuse for things being bad. Yeah, no, Just no. because other stuff is not good either doesn't mean that you, like, I, here's, I can make a bad thing and make, this, other stuff's bad, too. This
0: movie <laughs> was pitched as a love story. We got somewhat of a love story. I think the real, true love story is the love for the monsters with this film. I think that's the love story. I think that's being told here.
1: This can be broken down into like three. We got the creation of Herman, the love story, and then the we have to find a place to live.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you but, screw but that with the, Lester again.
4: But the thing is, is like none of my problem with it is like none of those things, like really like coincided with one another, they just kind of happened after each yeah. other. They they it it felt very episodic instead of a movie. Yeah. Where it's like this was like three episodes of a show mm-hmm. instead of like one coherent story. Yeah. Like if it would if it would have been I would have been more on board with this if it was just the courtship of Herman and Lily. Mm-hmm. It was like like them dating and like the hijinks and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I honestly thought that I, didn't, was, I didn't need to see 1313 13 Mockingbird Lang if that was the story that they were going to tell.
1: I am glad did we they, ended uh, up there, but I thought most of this movie was going to be the, the courting of. Yeah, which I mean, it,
0: it really wasn't because you have the creation. Yeah, they too. were
4: together for a week and he proposed. Was it only a week? It was a week. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it was really fast. How did like it was? Go ahead, go well, ahead. That's Herman. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's he was totally just Herman trait.
4: <laughs> But yeah, that was that was oh. my thing it's just like I'm I'm watching this, I'm like it's an hour 45 minutes and like which is for me long for this movie. Yeah. Um and like I don't care about length of movie. I know Tivis is, has his opinions on like long movies and I do too, but like this felt long for hour forty five. Like I was watching this, like I think that this should be over by now. I will, and it was still going. Admit
1: there was some parts I felt dragged. There are a couple
0: slow, well, dragged along parts and stuff, but at the same time, like when it does finally end, I was just like, wait. That's
4: that's how we're ending it. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like right. like that's I wanted it to be over crazy. at so many different other parts of this movie. Yeah. I'm just like, this would have been a good place to end this, but it kept going. And then when it finally did end, I was like taken aback. I was like, so, what? It was so it was bizarre. So I have was a uh,
0: a clip I want to share because it correlates kind of with the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Um. And um for for the people out there that are just listening, I apologize. Uh, but we're gonna take a quick like I think it's only like a 20 second clip. Um, you can check it out on YouTube or you know, just go back and re-watch the episode. It's called Herman's Rival, uh where Ooh. we meet Lester for the first and only Uh-oh. time. No, are we gonna the see show. the
1: terrifying werewolf again?
0: So uh Yes, yes, we are. This <laughs> so um, cost
1: him so much.
0: <laughs> Here we go, guys.
2: Believe me, he doesn't mean anything to me. I was just working for him, reading palms.
4: Herman, Lily knows all about you lending money to Lester, but everything's okay now, because he's on his way over to pay you back.
3: You mean you thought I was broke? Th- that's why he came to work here?
2: That's right.
3: <sighs> Lily.
2: <sighs> Herman. Baby doll. Pussy cat.. <laughs> 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 oh my baby brother.
0: <laughs> Lester, you're a sight with sore eyes. My boy! Daddy! <laughs> 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 alright yeah so that was them. the most terrifying costume ever created
3: <laughs> it was it's totally... just a bad werewolf it's okay <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh, it's funny too because they kind of recreate that whole thing after shitting on Lester in the movie because that whole episode they were like Herman you're stupid and they were like shitting on Lester in the whole episode so it was kind of cool to see they brought that you know full circle in the movie as well mm-hmm. Um, just as they did in the, the episode, so, uh, so I thought I'd grab that clip and show it to everybody. Uh, here. I'm
1: curious how everyone feels. What do you think about finally seeing Spot, even though, you know, it was kind of an infant spot?
3: They rarely really showed the full thing either, though. They I showed it from really far. Away. They showed yeah. it the from tub. far
1: away. Well, they, yeah, they zoomed in in the bathtub. He's in the
0: bathtub. <laughs> and they they show him in the bathtub just there like that he looks <laughs> no, I, so I,
4: sad i guess they did yeah. uh, i didn't re- i forgot about the bathtub i like
1: once we get to the house all we see is the tail in every shot yeah. but
4: yeah yeah i thought it's it was weird cool.
1: that we finally got what spot looked like and i'm like, i don't know if i like this honestly uh, another no, character
0: I, I, that my kid was you know no, now knows the name to he when we were watching the next time uh, he walked out of the room and then came back. He's like, "Where's Spot?" And I was like, "They're gonna show him. See, he's right there, the tail." And he's like, "Awesome!" And
3: we find out the raven <laughs> came with the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, Charlie the raven.
3: Yeah, because they're all just sitting there, and he's just like, "Time to go to work."
0: Right.
4: Yeah, I did. I was not a fan of really <clears throat> seeing Spot. Uh, Spot. Um, I thought when he went down there, I thought. Okay, I think they might be showing the origin of Spot, yeah. which, again, I didn't need to see the origin of Spot. I like, I just ex- accept its existence.
0: I feel Spot was always Eddie's pet, so yeah, not the family right, it was. Pet, So yeah,
4: I got, uh, I,
1: I, I liked the whole Spot aspect. Again, I'm not too sure we needed to see him, but
4: right. I kind of got no. the
1: impression that it won't be long before Eddie comes along at the end of this movie, uh,
4: which is, I, th- I, I thought we were going to get like a, um, like the first Adams family movie when the, when it ended with, I'm pregnant. um, oh, with them, kn- kn- I thought, knitting. yeah, I thought there was going to be a, uh, a reference to her being pregnant with Eddie. I'm so glad they didn't. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they didn't too, but I thought that's where it was going yeah. when it was at the end of the movie. Oh, I was like, I, I feel it when, coming. When they were on their
1: honeymoon, and Grandpa busts in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that was gonna be the scene where she's like, "Oh boy."
0: <laughs> in um in the magazine here with the interview with Rob, they actually talk about it, and he did not want to tell the story with the f- whole family. He's like, "We already seen that. You know, we don't want to touch that story. We want." to do something else in and, and that's why he decided to just do um the love story well not love story but the, the I, <laughs> I guess everyone keeps calling it a prequel so it is whatever. a prequel story to <laughs> the
1: one we know that one it, it fits but i i appreciate with that uh this angle i wish they would have said <clears throat> something sooner instead of waiting two months before the movie came out it for would what? have saved me so much uh Annoyance at where is Eddie?
0: <laughs> well, part of him is in Lily, and part of him is in Herman. <laughs> well, he's also a werewolf, at so maybe Herman. they adopt Herman. <laughs> but
3: yeah, it's anyways. I I enjoyed seeing. Maybe just grave robbers. Yeah. They just stole Eddie out of his grave. <laughs> I, I enjoyed
1: seeing the story of how they ended up before they ended up in Mockingbird Lane. Um, yeah, that it was. It's stuff mm-hmm. that like like you you know Rob said we we haven't seen a lot of this. Only references to it, so it's nice to be able to see some of it, even if a little bit has changed.
4: Um, huh. But he could have like spent if he wanted it to be. Like this stuff, I would have liked it more if it was 100% the Transylvania stuff like the it didn't the transition to Mockingbird Lane didn't work for me.
0: I think the, the fact that if you stayed in Transylvania, you wouldn't get that whole like, oh, my God, these people are ugly for the real people, you know?
4: Yeah, but I have you, a problem with that. But we, we we spent three quarters of the movie there anyway, so it's just like that. The last quarter was like on fast forward. Yeah. They
1: were in France, uh huh, with normal people,
0: uh huh. Did you not see? In the
1: people America scatter? is confusing for having ugly ass people.
0: <laughs> Maybe they're trying to say something about the French. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, it wasn't gonna go that far, but uh, I just I that that whole joke I felt like I get it, you know, ha huh, that's what the monsters are known for. But I feel like that joke could have been thrown out for this entirely.
3: The
0: what part? The them at being, the end
1: where they're all like, yeah, "Oh, our right. neighbors are hideous." Yeah, you.
0: I think it was to try and show you know they weren't always just you know, mean the Maryland accepting of. Of things like that, and, and because they are now in the states and they become accepting and stuff, maybe that's why they end up having to adopt Marilyn down the road because they're the only ones in the family that can take care of her, like take acceptance of her.
1: That's appearance. another issue I have with this movie. They could have done at least one throwaway line about a sister at any point, and there's nothing. She didn't even show up to the wedding. <laughs>
4: I don't know, I
0: maybe she's not born well, yet. I thought
4: I also thought that this show went heavy on like the like the macabre uh, like humor and stuff like that, but it didn't have any of the the heart that the show had. Like it, the, cause the show is essentially like taking Leave It to Beaver and what if Leave It to Beaver was with monsters instead of like regular people. Um, And they had none of the like heartfelt thing that a lot of the monsters has. So it's like, they went heavy on like the, like the macabre humor, but none of the hearts.
0: Maybe it, it, maybe you could take into uh, consideration. I'm not trying to fix the movie for anybody, but you can also think that after being in the States for so long, that's how they became more down to earth human, I guess, but because they, they were around humans more. That
4: would have been a much more interesting uh, character arc right. than we got from anybody in this movie, because they none of them had character arcs. Well, they
0: finish it right when they move to the states, so they they live there for like one night. <laughs> and that's it, right. and then they uh, end the film.
1: I, I I I disagree with. I know what you're <clears throat> trying to say with the whole, you know i disagree with it the movie not having heart but i would say that would be an interesting sequel if they choose to do one of them
4: being more i wouldn't i, I wouldn't say it doesn't have heart it doesn't have the same kind of heart like because uh because people were people were saying like oh you know like i i saw some like people saying online like oh yeah it's just like the show it's just like the show if you don't like this you obviously haven't seen the show well, that's not I'm like, true. I've se- I've seen the show and the like the the they have like half of what made the monsters I- the monsters and then they ignored the other half. Yeah. What was I, th- I can't say
0: that this movie is just like the show and nobody should say this movie is just like the show. It has moments from the show, <laughs> it has references to the show, it has some characters from the show, but it's not just like the show because it's not the show. It's not the fucking show. Yeah. It's, right. and, Even and the two sequel have to movies
1: to the show are not the show. They feel different to the show.
0: Yeah. Definitely. 100% they feel different. Even the 66 movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Different to the, sh- the 66 movie is a live action Scooby-Doo film, by the way. Oh,
1: all <laughs> of them are. and They actually reference that in, again, in the behind the scenes stuff. It's like, it's a live action cartoon. I've been yeah. saying that for months Oh, no, he, uh, I
0: think it was Rob, uh, Mr. Zombie says to Jeff, he's like, We can have like a perfect set, and then you step on there and, in the makeup, and it just looks like a cartoon now, <laughs> which it kind of was real. I, I mean, yeah, I could see that.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I just I felt like they called like, him Shrek uh, when
0: he was doing his makeup test. <laughs> I,
1: I felt like it was a little, what? yeah, they did. They did.
0: Rob's like you look like Shrek.
1: <laughs> I can't believe how oh my, like Jeff had his makeup test almost a year before Sherry. She was the last one, and then they started hmm. filming not long. Ago. They only had thirty two days to film this. I feel that Sherry like Rob knew what she was going to wear. Well,
3: she You're,
0: was obviously already. the easiest one to do. Yeah. yeah, she didn't have that's any why she was last anything.
4: But yeah, put. Put her in like a, a purple gown and put a silver streak in her hair. Yeah. Bam, Lily.
1: They almost had her in a bandana in the, the Paris scenes, but uh she made the right call and throwing that away. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, then she takes out herself
0: and she's just like, yeah, I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah, because it didn't look she- good in the testing. But yeah, you know, the behind the scenes is really fascinating people. It's- yeah, sorry. Uh You You're get right. to see some of the wires and stuff that they remove.
0: Yeah. But you can also get that on the DVD at the Monstercast.com slash the Monster Movie. Um, Monsters movie.
4: Sorry. So I I do I do think that like you, Mike and Kenny have a, a, a an advantage on this movie because you do get to experience it with what's probably its more target audience. Mm. Like I'm sure your kids like you said your kids really liked it. And I'm like I feel like as a kids movie, I probably if I, I would have seen this when I was like 10, 11 years old, I would have probably loved it. I probably why would am have I had like into
0: no, this? I don't have a kid. Are you calling me no, he a kid? Didn't. He said, "Me and
4: Kenny." I said, "Oh, okay." I said, "You and I said Mike and Kenny." You don't have kids, Tivis, You but are like, a kid. I, <laughs> what are
0: you talking to me? <laughs>
4: yeah, um, sits there with a mirror
0: right next to him. <laughs>
4: but I think what? that like experiencing Stop this it. with <laughs> your kids probably would have been a a better way, like coming at it as an adult, especially an adult who like, like, like me, I studied film. So like, I'm like, it's not, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going well, to. I'm going to say that I thought going into this, I'm going to absolutely despise everything about this movie. And I did, not yeah.
0: which I've heard um, a lot from a lot of people is like, they, they thought they were going to hate it. <laughs> Like one hundred percent, they still tried but it I out at least.
4: But I didn't like it. Right. I, I don't. I don't think it was a good movie. But like, I thought that there were parts of it, there were aspects of it that I could admire. But I think if I were to have watched this, say, with my niece, who's seven years old, mm. I think 700? that would have been a much. I think that would have been a much better way to watch it. I think experiencing it through her even though I don't really like it, I think her potentially liking it would have made it a much better experience.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think for me, it was just being able to enjoy a franchise that I've been watching, especially for the past year. Now, um, remember it's our one year anniversary, everybody. Yeah. And, uh, so over here, year, year, we've, we've been watching been this, this way nonstop, that. uh, And just being able to get to experience that with my kid. Cause like my oldest has watched some of the original stuff, but generally I watch it at night because they just don't care enough or they don't shut up so I can actually hear it. (laughs) Um, but being able to do that and then have them asking questions now and actually being like, Hey, can, can we, you know, watch the podcast on YouTube and stuff like that too now. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Sure. Hi kids. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't say that when I cuss on the podcast and other people are like, You let your kids watch this? <laughs> I, I have not heard. Well, no, no. My I kids have,
3: have to listen to it because I listen to it in the car. I have
0: heard you say a few things that I'm like, I not know. <laughs> like the Lester stuff when he first showed
1: up? Yes, I was thinking <laughs> that specifically. I can't get that phrase out of my head every time I say him. I hate what? you. I'm Lester not saying the it. Lester. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, I can see what you're saying there, Mosier. Uh Austin, sorry. That's the habit I got to break. Uh,
4: it's all right. Most, a lot, of, I'd go by either. <laughs> so This we, is why Austin's so critical
0: with... because he is a Mosier and he was like, oh, my uncle didn't do all this work just to get this franchise. <laughs> no. Yeah, I,
4: I, I wish I was related to Bob Mosier. I wish, but I'm not. Uh, as far as I know. Yeah, I. I really.
1: Uh, there's just some aspects that I'm like, oh, I don't like the Like the whole them losing the the castle aspect, which, by the way, looked exactly like the castle in the second movie from the exterior. Yeah. As uh, Herman was walking up, that was cool. Monsters Revenge. Um, yeah. The whole like they, they lose it and they're like, well, how are we going to get it back? And the whole answer is we're going to move. <laughs> <laughs> and forget about it entirely. I'm like, okay, well, I guess. They're they're not even
0: like that. It's not even that simple. It's like they see Zombo on TV and he's like, I'm I'm better looking than this dude. Like, I'll go over there and make money yeah, in Hollywood. He's, he's jealous of this- Zombo even back then. The basic ass dream of Which, everybody is like, I'm going to make it big in Hollywood.
1: I and was partially just, correct with Zombo, by the way. I want an apology, Mike. The what? original Zombo is in this movie. He is? Yeah, they show footage of him breaking the cracker cereal up. That's archive footage? Yes. Oh, cool. I thought
0: they just I, recreated I, I,
4: it. I, I thought they recreated it also. No, it, it go watch it again. It
1: is it I I'm telling you it's from the episode. Are you sure they didn't just recreate it?
4: I thought they recreated it. <laughs> Listeners,
1: tell me if I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, don't say anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh I mean we wow. can look we can look up if there's a, a, a on IMDb if there's like a cast
0: if there's an archive as, casting on there because it says all the other archival casts on IMDb.
4: It's
1: not there. Um, but I maybe no. it hasn't been added yet. You never know. Uh
0: <laughs> Yeah, so Timus is just like it hasn't been added yet. It's everything else has been, but not that one. I I uh, I,
1: I love I even though the whole them losing the castle aspect was kind of just forgotten. Uh, I love the the reason for it with uh, Zoya being a scorned ex lover of Grandpa because we talk about his many wives a lot yeah. and, and the actress. Oh my God, <clears throat> Kath Kath Kathar- Kathar- <laughs> Catherine Shell <laughs> <laughs> Catherine. For those who don't, uh, did you just have a stroke? <laughs> yes, I have problems with names. And I, I really want to get this one right because Catherine Shell. <laughs> yes. She came out of retirement for this movie, and she is she plays uh, uh, Countess uh, Scar uh, Leone in Doctor Who in a very very uh, fantastic episode called "The City of Death." Well, not mm. episode story; it's actually four episodes. But I'm she did how such did a fantastic have- job. Like I,
0: uh, how did she come out of retirement for this? Because she was in that Dracula, <laughs> that really good Dracula miniseries. Back in like 2020 or 2020, 2020, back in 2020, she did that Dracula series too. The mini, series. she was in
1: one episode,
0: yeah. But that was a really good freaking series, except for the last, the third part.
1: I mean, all <laughs> the, the articles that talked about it said she was coming out of retirement, so That's,
0: <laughs> maybe she retired again and was like, All right, because she hadn't done anything for like almost 20 years before that, yeah. So.
1: But I, she, fantastic i loved her performance and uh, i loved was, the story of her being a scorned ex-lover
0: she was a one of the best actors in the film and she didn't even have that big of a part i thought playing the gypsy you know whatever again we get gypsies again because we've had gypsies and, in uh
4: Sorry to interrupt, uh-huh. but I just looked it up, and z- the Zombo in the movie is a—they did recreate the, That's the what I part. I'm sorry, it's Mojo, you're crazy. cutting out.
1: I can't. I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> he's,
4: he's played by an actor named Richard Hale. Wait, where the where the original was is uh, um,
0: played by Jeff Daniel Phillips in this.
4: Yeah. This from the Wikipedia page. But don't listen Richard to KO.
1: Wikipedia. Okay, <laughs> uh, they're as reliable as IMDb anymore.
0: <laughs> it was literally like a secret too when uh, uh, Daniel Robuck was on because he was like, "Oh no, he just showed up to set." It was Zombo. <laughs>
1: well, that's what Daniel Daniel says that in his comments all the time. That's why he
4: confused me. He's like, "It's just <laughs> Zombo." Oh, you're, you're right. You're, you're right. He it was Jeff. Yeah. Dan- what? What am I? What did I see with Richard Hale? I think that's
0: the original oh. Zombo.
4: What, was he the original? Yeah,
0: I believe so. I believe you know so. what?
1: If we can get, we want to get Daniel back on here to talk about the movie, I'm going to ask him about that specifically, and I'm probably going to get the same answer with it just being Zombo. Just Zombo.
0: I don't know what you're talking about, Tim. It's Zombo but I shows def- up.
1: Off camera, I'm definitely going to get an answer. Uh, I, I do think...
0: I know, so... <clears throat> this is tough. Richard Brake is the one who plays the Orlock. Nosferatu for everybody out there who doesn't know the name. Count Orlock. I want to see like a complete comedy movie with him as Orlock now. Especially because we have the new Nosferatu film being hopefully coming out within the next two years. Um it'd be fun to see him play count orlock in a uh, comedy film as
4: well the only part with count orlock that i didn't like was when he took her to that place when there's like the neon light says if the tombs are rocking don't come and knock in i thought that was i I thought that was so stupid
0: i loved it yeah
4: it's so dumb (laughs) um and
0: and then it's like
3: telling you the player
0: my yeah.
1: wife was like what's going on
0: i was like uh. he's trying to get
1: laid <laughs> <laughs> did you catch the Fergosi diamond um references in this Fergosi, emerald or whatever emerald yes yeah twice it came up in that dinner scene where uh she's watching the people get proposed to behind orlock
0: mm-hmm.
1: and also when herman gives her her ring it glows green and i'm like oh my god is that how they end up with the emerald in this one <laughs> did herman buy a cursed ring
0: <laughs> that's why he loses the ha- the castle
1: <laughs> it
0: makes a hundred percent sense i think he loses it because he's an idiot but
1: <laughs> i love okay and he- also the references of head of household they bring that up in this too
0: <laughs> yeah oh man uh i would have liked to see more of the stuff of how they interacted, though, um, as son-in-law and father-in-law.
1: They started getting along at the end.
0: Yeah, because they got money. (laughs)
1: Lily got pissed. No, before that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Lily's like, like, I'm surprised at you. Your wife is scary. I I know. I agree,
1: (laughs) because
4: there's really no antagonist to this movie so like everyone just uh if you really think about it there's really no like and and grandpa would have been the perfect antagonist yeah. he kind of was in the beginning but he i think zoya's
0: zoya's the only antagonist really
4: but she's barely yeah. in it and, and 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 not really an antagonist
0: she's not really doing anything actually she's just she's, she's an antagonist for lester the molester uh no, lester stop it <laughs> sorry Tibbs.
2: <laughs> i'm sorry daddy <laughs> i hate you
0: god i hope everyone has listened to every episode before they listen to this one otherwise they won't get those <laughs> references
4: <laughs> oh well, I, but like if if they would have just stuck to telling the story of the courtship mm. and had grandpa as like the antagonist trying to drive them away and like that would be given you like given all of us the more the relationship with grandpa that we know is that like he was very much like anti herman and so it's like so it's like this that back and forth would have been great and they had it for like a little bit and then they went away from Mm -hmm. it completely and if they would have just stuck with it it would have been a much more cohesive and better movie
0: yeah I could see that. Yeah, it it definitely it it just reminded me of like like he was trying to make episodes <laughs> of the show the way it was formatted. That's that's the only downside, like for me, for the story and how it was trying to go. I was just like, it. it well, I understand it, but at the same time, I don't think it's a good creative decision.
4: No, and that and this kind of goes back to what I was saying when we were talking off camera about his horror movies, Mm -hmm. where I said like a lot of times I feel like you can tell that he loves this stuff, Mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily like he doesn't really like to bring in necessarily what makes that stuff so great. Yeah. Like he, he's like, like on like the borderline of Mm -hmm. like, like obviously a super fan but also as a creator not really being able to tap into that and him not really doing humor at all before this i feel like you could really tell that he has didn't do it yeah. but like he was also trying like you said he was trying to do it felt very episodic it didn't feel like a movie <laughs> it felt like two or three little movies and none of them were very good if that makes yeah, sense
0: yeah i, I understand what yeah. you mean because because there's not like a full story in each story
4: <laughs> If that makes sense no. too um yeah exactly <laughs> it's like there, there's like there's no it's just characters doing things but there's no reason for them to be doing things other than like self-reference
0: and and i understand it and like like you said Studying film and shit like that, you know this a lot of these things too. Um, I did the same things. Film. Oh, some people in film school were annoying. <laughs> um,
4: and I, and I but, want to also clear that I'm not a pretentious film person. Like I'm not like yet. I'm not going to be up there being like I only watch Jean Luc Godard films and everything. No, why it's not? Nuts.
0: Why don't you just only watch
4: them? <laughs> yeah, when well, I only watch
1: Adam Sandler films. <laughs>
0: We can tell.
4: <laughs> but that's true.
1: <laughs> There's a couple
4: Adam Sandler I won't watch.
0: Oh, yeah? Well, I only watch...
4: like Yeah, probably the good Adam Sandler movies.
0: <laughs> Have you seen Uncut
1: Gems? No, I haven't seen them. Oh, one then yet. you don't but watch all Adam Sandler movies. All right.
4: Funny
0: people is the one that comes to mind that I will never watch again. You will have a heart attack if you watch that movie. You will
4: go in. You would absolutely hate it for sure. 100%. You will dislike
0: it and and you will just something in your brain will crack. (laughs) 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 That movie is stress filled to the... Oh my goodness. Anyways. I don't like stress.
4: No, that movie is literally just anxiety. Anxiety and tension the movie. (laughs)
0: yeah
4: oh oh but yeah so i i do want to clear that up like because i studied film a lot of people have this thing like i'm probably like you don't like it because you don't you know it's like no i just i i do like things to be well made well like i don't necessarily need i can turn off my my analytic brain for some things mm -hmm. you know and be like yeah it's not good but i enjoyed it but like, I feel like this was almost there and it just kind of sailed over a little bit where I'm like, I don't necessarily think I would watch it again. No. Okay. Well, so, but well, let's uh, as get into for our final the thoughts. Other
0: person As for the other person, though, real quick on the podcast right now that has studied film too, <laughs> I would just like to say I didn't give a shit about the stories not <laughs> being full or anything. It was just entertaining to me. <laughs> I know. It's such a basic uh, ass thing. Kenny, what are your overall
1: thoughts of the movie then? <laughs> what? what are your, your thoughts? overall <laughs> thoughts of the movie? I'm sorry.
3: <clears throat> uh, I I mostly like the comedy about it. Most you know. Yeah, they're a bunch of, you know, kind of dumb short jokes, but it's enjoyable.
1: Would oh, you watch it again?
3: But I'm all, Yeah, I've actually watched it twice. Oh, already. All
1: right. That's more than me.
3: I watched it when it came out, and then I watched it last night before this, just so I can like, re-up what I was I was going
1: to watch it with the commentary, but my mother-in-law borrowed it.
0: It's on Netflix, do dude.
3: It's
0: on
1: Netflix, she doesn't so on have
3: Netflix. With. No, but you do. Give her, a pa- give her your password.
1: That's a hassle, because I have to go it. over there and log in. <laughs> I
0: watched it on Blu-ray the first night. And then VHS partially on black and white. And then I watched the uh, watched it on Netflix just to give it one more viewing on Netflix for the those ratings.
3: I think it's like number five in all, all their shows Which right is now. Because I it thought was like Wednesday was going to come
0: in, out. It was number one in horror on Amazon for like two days or something like that. Just oh, yeah. crazy like for like number... Halloween time coming up. I wouldn't have thought this would be number one in horror.
1: Well, they probably released it before October so that it wouldn't get overshadowed by the actual horror movies.
0: Yeah, and it came out right before was it Hocus Pocus
1: two just came yeah, out same week. Yeah, yeah, same yesterday. Week. Which, yeah. Uh, real quick on that, if you like the first one, chances are you'll like the second one. We had fun with it. Uh, okay. Yeah i i I enjoy. Look, I have some nitpicks here and there, but overall. I had so much fun with this. My wife enjoyed it. Uh, You know, she's hoping that there's a second one even, which is shocking for her, because when we started doing this, she couldn't care less. (laughs) And so, you know, I got a
0: question. Did it remind you of Halloween Town at all?
1: Yes, a little bit. Yeah. OK. We talking about the monster. I've never
0: seen Halloween Town all the way through. So I was just curious.
1: You've never finished Halloween really? Town. No, I'm I've a
0: grown-ass adult, Town.
4: Kenny. Come on. I've never seen Halloween Town either. <laughs> you watched the entire
1: season of Power Rangers for Operation Babel. Yeah, I'm a grown-ass adult. <laughs> Power Rangers are adult <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Town is not. that not. I have room to talk, anyone who can see what's behind me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh... It is a bit m- like no a offense to those who like Halloween. Kind of more, uh, especially at the end scene with the whole Halloween stuff in Mockingbird Lane. That was mm-hmm. very much Halloween Town esque. Uh, and honestly, actually, oh, I, God, I got I got, more. S- I got so much more I love about this. The meeting Mr. Gateman and stuff, and the reference to them moving into Mockingbird Lane. That's why they have mm-hmm. a party every year in the second movie. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I honestly, for Mockingbird Lane, I got more of a, f- like, vibes of uh, Edward Scissorhands.
3: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It sounds all perfect. and it sounds
0: all perfect, and you have that uh, one piece of shit castle thing <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right up there.
1: We want this one. Sold. No, right. you can't talk me out of it. Sold. What it. did
0: you think about that? Because they had a shifty-ass... A realtor person, which they've had multiple times in the show. Yeah. So I, I caught that one. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool."
1: I, uh, I saw Grandpa chat her up in the party.
0: <laughs> yeah, we thought that she was a real witch. <laughs> all right. Um, make sure I got everything in my notes here. Airplane stuff. Throwback to Mini Monsters. Did you say you said that, Tibish? Right? No, I did. We didn't talk nope. about the airplane at all. So the airplane stuff reminded me of like in Mini Monsters when their cousins or nephews get off the plane, no one else was there <laughs> and they were coming down. So I was like, Oh, yeah. that's kind we of got like a uh, reference
1: of uh, everyone bolting and the yeah. fl- uh, the Did flight attendant s- jumping out, which I think happened in the, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Oh, our flight attendant jumped out. We don't
4: have <clears> any service. <laughs> that, that was, that was one actually one of the funniest moments to me it was when she delivered his second Shirley Temple. <laughs> and she had she was wearing the helmet because she was about to jump out of the yeah. plane. And he goes, you know, statistically, air travel is the safest of all travel. And she just walks away. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you just see the big gust of wind. <laughs> that was the funniest moment. In the cards, whole they go flying yeah.
1: everywhere. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah.
4: When when they're
3: getting off the plane, did you people see the people in the background getting off in the back? Just like <laughs> look like zombies. Yeah. They're just, like, scared.
1: Uh, And the whole, you know, will you come with us, Igor thing, it was kind of like, okay, so is he going to become the bat that we know and love from the show, or is he become the hateful Igor we saw in the second movie?
0: He goes with them. He turns into a bat. He does,
3: but I mean, the whole conversation of, you know, will you or won't you. Did they really explain him turning into the bat? Yeah, he gives him a pose. He's like, I love
0: that scene, too. Oh, my God, I love this movie. Uh, See, and it's something cool because we always wondered... Is this Igor? Yeah, Igor in the series, like the bat, wasn't an actual person before. Uh, And this kind of like, if you disregard the 81 film, you're like, yeah, it totally makes sense, Mm -hmm. dude.
1: Well, he's like, here, drink this potion. He's like, oh, at my age, I don't know if I could handle the uh, side effects. (laughs) Oh, side effects, which is the throwback to how often he uses his family as guinea pigs.
0: He um, couldn't use Igor anymore, so he started using Eddie. <laughs> that's what that's poor Eddie. And Herman. Cause yeah.
1: Easy target. <laughs> um but
0: did you guys like the fact that they did not have them kiss on the lips as the show never had them kiss on the lips?
4: I guess yeah, I, I, never that. Really, I never really I guess I never really noticed I never noticed that yeah. either. As always on the cheek.
3: Uh, or just air kiss pretty much for a couple yeah. of them. I guess to so
1: summarize the- my thoughts, I again I had some nitpicks here and there, but I loved this. I had so much fun, just fun with it. Uh I believe, Mike, you're the one who uh kind of uh uh compared this to Ernest, which is another series that I absolutely love. So yeah. it makes sense. Uh like
0: it it was like, yeah, because I saw people shitting on it. I'm like Y'all are the same people who like Ernest. Like, you can't like Ernest and not like this because even Ernest, you know, some of Ernest's stuff, you're just like, it's overly cheesy. What's the cheesy. story here?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, there's a few things I wish they would have tightened up or toned down a little bit of the act, you know, stuff. But mm-hmm. again, overall, this I'm gonna watch this so often. This is I'm gonna put this in our Halloween rotation every year. Honestly. Yeah, Nick said to
0: put this in our Halloween rotation for us too, uh, so I didn't have to do that. I, I, it's just <laughs> there now. <laughs> um, uh, Austin, did you give all your final thoughts, man? And, and you can I say s- whatever you want to say. Don't worry.
4: I think I talked about all the notes okay. that I had. Um, but yeah, like I said at the beginning, I or some point in this, I said. I didn't I didn't go into this thinking I was going to like anything about it yeah like I thought I thought from the trailer that I saw I was like this is absolute dog shit like I do I do not think there's going to be one thing about this thing redeeming But when I watched it there were some I still the only way I could see myself watching this again is with like my niece or like future children or whatever, you know, mm. like, or, like the only reason I would watch that is with somebody age appropriate. I don't personally think I would want to watch it again.
3: Okay. Yeah. Go, go watch it with the man. Child of the living room.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, um,
0: yeah. So like, I mean, my final thoughts, I liked the film. I didn't love it. It's not like my favorite film of all time. Clearly not. Uh, I do like the aesthetic of the film. I love the colors. I love all that stuff. It's I, I really loved 80s films because of the same kind of color palettes that they used to use with, you know, neon lights here. Not not neon lights, but like pink lights, green lights, red lights, blue lights. Hell, Highlander 2, I think, had like so many crazy different lights. It was weird. Dude, um, I can't get over Dr. It.
1: Wolfgang's laboratory. That was so cool to yeah. me. But then again, it reminded me of the TARDIS, so
0: yeah so I, I mean I, I just love the aesthetic love the sets how almost cheesy they are you know like uh, they just remind me of like old like you know B sci-fi horror film or not horror films but like B sci-fi films and shit like that um, I'm a big fan of like Iron Sky too so like anytime I see things that look cheap I like it <laughs> for some reason it's just the aesthetics there uh, it pleases me Versus, like, if I see bad CG on like a an Avengers movie, then I'm just like, really, guys, I know you can afford this, like, but this one, I was like, yeah, I like this, it's cool. I really want to know the budget of this film. I highly doubt we're ever gonna know it, um, at least for another year or two until they. Uh, we're to more likely it. to
1: find out the budget for this than a lot of other Netflix projects because Netflix yeah. doesn't like to talk for some reason.
0: Well, this isn't technically a Netflix original. I know. Either, that's why I'm so. saying we're
1: more likely to. Right.
0: <laughs> um, As far as the acting goes, like I said, you know, Daniel Roebuck nailed it. Uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips was like key character for me. Like, I just love the the acting. Yeah, the voice cracks were weird. But to me, I was just like, you know, uh, as Tibbs talked to him, actually, um, a few months back, he said, you know, I'm doing the character in my own way. It's not Fred because nobody is Fred, it, which is nice. And I
4: didn't I, I, didn't necessarily expect him to be Fred, but I thought the, I for some, uh, the voice cracks was yeah. weird. It was a weird character choice. For some mm. reason,
0: though, a lot of the Internet thinks that these actors should act exactly as the originals. I'm like, that's never going to happen. That was like magic in a bottle that you're never going to capture with the and same franchise, those same people.
4: And every time you've like uh, cast different people in roles of iconic characters, they're going to be different. Like Star um, Trek, does it like Star Trek, does it Harry Potter? Doctor Who does it it with the audience? uh, uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like so it's like just because somebody made it famous, you're never you're going to be criticized more for trying to be somebody you're not and failing at it. Than just doing a new spin on it, and I don't necessarily hate like the spin of the his Herman. Mm-hmm. I just, if he would have just taken away the voice <laughs> cracks, I would have been a hundred percent on board with it. The voice cracks was was so distracting. Yeah, I could see that. To me, yeah,
0: I understand for sure. Um, as far as like some of the other actors go, uh, I loved them. I loved almost everybody in the film. Uh, I've seen them in so many movies, though, throughout time, and uh, and Sherry, um, she wasn't what I would envision Lily. But I mean, it is what it is. How do you like the her- mannerisms were just too much for me? I think it was just too much. How
1: do you mannerisms. like her using her vampire powers with her rage? <laughs> I mean, we have seen Lily's rage in the show a couple yeah. times now where she's just uppercutted Herman to knock right. him out.
0: Um it was an interesting take because like there is lore for vampires to have some kind of power sometimes. And I mean her dad is Dracula, a Dracula. Sam. I guess. Sam Dracula. Um she's part of the family and he's he does magic so there's no reason why she wouldn't learn magic in the 150 years that she's been alive.
4: Yeah. Uh, oh, before also before we sign off, I wanted to you mentioned earlier about the article that um that said that he wanted to shoot it in black and white mm-hmm. but Universal wouldn't mm-hmm. let him. It, well, his Facebook page like he shared that that article yeah. and in the comments somebody had said that uh, I wish the count would have had his iconic cigar yeah. and he, and Rob zombie responded to the comment and he said that universal also wouldn't allow uh, him. They're still to have the doing cigar. The whole
1: no smoking thing. Even though said, other people are lightning up. Yeah,
4: <laughs> No smoking kids. Yeah. Maybe. So, so I, I, and I shared that I took a screenshot of that and sent it mm-hmm. to Mike. I forgot to send it to YouTube. So sorry oh, about it's that. All right. As
1: long as it gets out there.
0: Yeah, it was uh <laughs> I mean, I could totally see it because it's a kids' movie. I didn't but even think about it were, honestly. People do got remember the only reason it was part of the character uh-huh. was because Al Lewis loved to smoke, so he was like, "I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm a smoke. I don't care." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Herman never it was the became the 60s. Uh, so <laughs>
3: was the 60s. So that it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The 60s. Everybody. I'm started. surprised everybody. they didn't set
1: that set on fire more often. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they probably did
0: they just didn't show it to us this <laughs> um but yeah no it was a it was a fine film uh for a monsters and now- this is the first one that i've seen without the original three <coughs> cast members mm-hmm. anyways because in the last uh monsters film that we just talked about they had a different eddie and a different Marilyn again um we'll be watching others with different cast members. But this was the first time I got to see someone else portray uh, Herman Lily, outside uh, of grandpa. Fred and grandpa and yeah, Lily and Lily. Yeah. So this was the first time seeing those characters portrayed
1: outside of that.
0: And I didn't hate it. No. Um, let's how see would what you... I think of the other characters or no, the other actors who the played them too.
1: three that we've seen. How would you rank them?
0: Of the three films? Yeah. Um, have you two seen the the other two films yet, or no?
4: I haven't watched. No, them. Okay, no. well, so this is just for us. <laughs> Sixty
0: six is number one. Here, uh monsters go home. Monsters go home, or monster go home. Yeah. Monster. Um. Then I would go with this one, and then uh, monsters revenge because monsters revenge and this one were kind of like both like they don't make sense story wise. There's no real point in there like monsters revenge that's another thing is after seeing monsters revenge and then watching this with the story just everywhere you're just kind of like that's kind of about the same part i, I would
1: put them in the exact same order and i think the whole M- monster go home was just really good like just mm. overall really good so i i'm gonna have, it's gonna be hard pressed for anything to top that but i i truly believe uh like, I'm sorry, Daniel. This one isn't going to be the top movie for me, but it is a very close second.
0: Dude, I doubt this is his top Monsters film, even, and he's in it. So, well,
1: remember when he was on <laughs> our show, he said this is going to be the number one,
0: but not for
4: himself. Mm. He didn't say that. Um, Do you guys think that Rob Zombie is going to make a sequel? That's hard to say, honestly. It depends on so. how the
0: numbers do. <clears throat> It depends on the numbers. Because, I mean, if you guys remember his Halloween, he ended that movie. It was supposed to be it. That was it. It was supposed to be one and done. But it did decently in the theaters and shit. But that would that him sour second.
1: him working with this over, you know, his shoulder company again? Look. Okay. (laughs)
4: That's part of filmmaking.
0: Yeah, it's just filmmaking. At least he's not working with Weinstein anymore. So,
1: yeah, it just seems like this one's a lot more restrictive for some reason. I I can't even fathom why because they don't even fucking put a commercial out there on TV.
4: Well, it's (laughs) more restrictive for a couple reasons. One, like he said, it it is a beloved franchise and you can't do too much to it. The company doesn't love it. I
0: think but they learned the, their lesson from the thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane. Clearly, they, they have yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> But the but the also there is it's a children's yeah. movie, so you you're always going to be fighting for when adults are making a a movie that is target audience to children. There's just going to be some things that you're not going to be allowed to do. No how no matter how hard you fight yeah. for it, it's just it's just the nature of filmmaking and the dealing with no, producers
1: as p kenny have you seen other rob zombie movies i don't know
4: not a reason right, history, so this is
1: just for
3: uh i have before just not
1: okay this could work for you too then lately. i'm curious since this is his first like venture into the family-friendly comedy type world mm-hmm how well, like, how do you think he did that? Do you think he should stick to horror or do more compared like to this what he did or, before? Yeah, to maybe venture into other I mean, genres. This, how do you? It's feel? It's
4: hard to. This is this is better than his last like three films. What were his last three films? Uh, thirty one. Three from hell. Three from
0: hell. Uh, I don't remember the one before thirty one.
4: I don't know, but but. It, I can't remember exactly, but I'm guessing uh, this. I enjoyed more than I enjoyed his last couple horror films. I, I'm just Hell. trying to get a
1: gate. Cause you know, I'm not a fan 39. of horror, so I'd have, I don't really Lords of Salem care for too much of his.
4: <laughs> oh, definitely better than Lords of Salem. That movie was like, awful. would you
1: like to see him <laughs> do more in other genres? Basically.
0: Um, I mean, so he has done like, uh, like I said, he did an episode of CSI. Um, Miami, I think it was. More
1: films.
0: (laughs) But for film-wise, I would like to see him try and do a kids movie that he doesn't write. That someone else has written the script for already. And let's see what that family film looks like. like. Let someone else write the sequel to this Monsters thing and let him direct it because he's got yeah. the passion for like the macabre and the horrors people and all that stuff. And he's got the passion for the monster, So he knows what to put in there in the backgrounds and all that stuff. But as far as like writing the story and everything like that, I'm not sure if he's there yet to write a perfect, like family friendly film. Um, like I've said before, like my favorite, like top notch Rob zombie movie story and aesthetic and everything is still devil's rejects for me um and it's
4: devil's rejects and a, Th- a house of a thousand corpses for me are like the only the two films of his that i actually <laughs> would would rewatch yeah. and have re-watched. See, I've
0: i've gone i've watched devil's rejects way more than any of his other films um it's just on my top par of like it, it's a good like horror film almost it's kind of like a if you'd mix horror with Fast and the Furious, you got the family aspect to it a little bit. Right there. <laughs> so I mean, like it has everything and there's a lot more um, character development and stuff in that film than most horror films that center around the killers, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And, and it actually, it it makes you feel for the killers too. It shows them as a family aspect and the family aspect and all that stuff. So, um when they made 3 from hell i was kind of upset because i thought they ended it just perfectly with uh devil's rejects and i watched 3 from hell recently and i was just like oh man i didn't it's not yeah. good uh, the way they come back to i was just like this is it reminds me of a halloween film <laughs> like yeah oh, we're just gonna make <laughs> some shit up to to bring him back to life
4: <laughs> and um uh, uh, what's his name um sid, sid uh Hag passed away hey yeah sig hey passed away and you could tell in that movie he was like he was
0: he was ready to pass he wasn't he wasn't doing too good um
4: i mean it was nice to see him one more time but at the same time it was just like he obviously wasn't able to give performance the performance that he could have if they had made this film year two earlier
0: Oh Drew, him in that clown makeup in the first one, he's like, "Did that stutter bitch?" Is it the first one? The second. Th- oh, what
4: is that? I is think it? that's I think that's Devil's, devil's reject. reject, yeah,
0: yeah. He just like yeah. leans in real close and he's like, "Did I stutter bitch?" <laughs> that's like, it's just like a perfect like I like scene. Oh man. Anyways, uh that's enough about that. <laughs> I could go for days on on that film.
4: Oh. Yeah, I
1: was just trying to gauge That's, your guys' opinions on it. Yeah, I I
4: think no, I would like to. I would like to see him stretch his yeah. legs more um, because I think he's a, he's a horror director. I mean, he wants to be known as a horror director. That's what he's passionate about. But I feel like there are subgenres of that that you could delve into where you can stretch your legs and not be so like gory i have to be i have to be gore porn you could do a casper
0: do a casper movie (laughs) rob zombies casper
1: (laughs) Casper
2: yeah i was just gonna
1: say it's not time for a new one
0: because i could just imagine the cast that he would pick for uh fatso stinky and stretch
1: Ooh, i (laughs) can already in my head they're already we need a rebate to casper and wendy
4: No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was made by like probably a 1440 Universals type of production company too.
4: I like that one. It's probably Tiviss's top 10 favorite no, it's films. No, top 10.
1: But it's the <laughs> it in my Hillary number 2 Casper it, right? movie. I didn't care for that second one. That has Hillary Duff I, as uh I, Wendy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And
0: and then one yeah. of her witch sister uh, aunts is actually the girl who plays um, the mean chick from the first Casper movie, the original Casper oh, really? film with Christina Ritchie. It's been
1: such a long time since I've seen any Casper. I, I shouldn't
0: know these things, but I,
1: clearly I've seen that
0: movie way too many times, too. <laughs> now, okay, so my, maybe just disregard everything I said about this <laughs> monsters film, because clearly I just have a bad taste in everything.
1: <laughs> now, you said you would like someone else to write the next one. Who would mm-hmm. you see as a good writer? So, Wait, first let me screenwriter. say, let me
0: pre- preface that <laughs> with, let me preface it with like, like a Kevin Smith, good director. Okay. Writer sometimes depending on the subject matter, but when he does other people's stuff, I think sometimes he, he can do it better because he's not too attached to the script itself.
4: It's funny that you bring up Kevin Smith because as we were talking about it, I feel like those two are, in my mind, very similar mm-hmm. in their career paths. They're very indie, they can't get funding to things. Their early stuff was pretty much praised. Yeah. You know, their early stuff, everyone was like, these guys are going to be forces of yeah. nature in the directing world. But they kind of both became parodies of themselves in my opinion i can see that they were they they kind of cannibalized to their style and it becomes this really reduced this um the version of themselves like uh is i just saw clerks three and i think clerks three is the closest kevin smith has come to being like his old self and this i feel like is similar to like the clerks three where it's like, you know, it's not exactly his franchise, mm-hmm. but you could tell that it was a franchise that meant a lot to him. And he put a lot yeah. into it.
0: And that actually, now that you say that too, the, even the aesthetic for this <laughs> reminds me of some of what like Kevin Smith did with, um, uh, Jane silent Bob reboot. Right. Right there. Yeah, which also exactly. didn't really have a big point. The best part of that movie was when uh, you get Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, in there, and they do the one scene. That that scene made me.
4: Cause that's yeah, also so my I, I movie. feel, <laughs> okay. I feel like Rob Zombie could be a, a better director. Yeah. Um, I feel like, but I, I feel like if, like, to answer your question, to stretch out your legs is. to to get out of that comfort zone that these people get into and that when they get in that comfort zone, when they get into that, uh, that this is what a Rob zombie movie is. This is what a Kevin Smith movie is. Not necessarily that they're bad. It's just that they're just, I mean, sometimes they are bad. Like yoga hoser's not good and
0: for both directors too. Even like, yoga hoser's is fun though.
4: <laughs> I will say, I will
0: say it's not a great movie at all, but it's no. fun. <laughs> um, but I, I will say, like, yeah, like they, they both have same kind of trajectory or career paths so far, and everything. I mean, even like with Kevin Smith when he did his horror stuff, like his first horror yeah. film was or quote unquote horror film was red state. That movie
4: red state was so good. So fucking red good. state's <laughs> red state's great. And that was the last movie and, before his quote unquote retirement. Yeah. And after that is when he went to this, like the Kevin Smith that we, that we have today yeah. where, where it is like, cause like that was the last time he made a movie and it didn't do well. And he was just like, I'm done making movies. And then when he decided to come back, mm-hmm is when he was just like, you know, I'm just going to make the movies that I, I want to make. And they are going to be yeah. weird. And you know, that's when he made like Tusk and yoga hosers. And, and, and red
0: state also is a good example too of, um, you know, not letting a director have a big budget to do what they want to do because he actually wanted to have the four apocalypse uh people show up at the end of that movie. And that was like, Oh dear God. I'm glad you didn't have the
4: budget to do that. (laughs) I'm sorry. So I, I feel like I hope, I hope that Rob Zombie does get to make more of this kind of movie because, because this is, this is not a type of movie he's ever made mm. before. He needs a couple so to I was like,
0: get get going to see right, how so it's going to work.
1: Let yeah. me rephrase my question then: Who do you think would be the best partner for Rob Zombie to write the next one that they would be able to work together? <laughs> me.
4: <laughs> uh, it's a valid. <laughs> I'll, I'll give a. I'll give. I'll, I'll give a crack at it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll. I'll write one. I'll yeah, well, do what the first Monsters movie did. I'll just take everything from the show and put it in there.
1: Mr. Zombie, you heard it here. You got two people throwing their name in there. <laughs>
4: um, it's, see, who uh, some writers? I feel I don't know. I would have to think about that more for a Monsters film. If <laughs> if if we had yeah. a sequel
0: to the Monsters film, who would we want to write it and let Rob Zombie direct it? I mean, yes. It has to be, I can hear people out there right now saying, Seth Rogan, I want to shoot you because um, <laughs> that's not a good, for no. those who don't
1: know, I have a one, no.
0: we don't love need you, grandpa Seth finally, Rogan. we don't need grandpa finally showing up with a cigar and it's a, like a big ass freaking blunt.
4: <laughs> um, oh, so, no, I don't know. Seth Rogan. No. Um, it would, Whoa. I don't necessarily think it has to be somebody like horror side. It could. I think it would be any kind of comedic yeah. writer. I feel like would be good. If we got if we got a uh, a uh, like maybe like someone like B.J. Novak or you know you know somebody who's known for like comedy mm-hmm. writing. I feel like would be, uh, would be good for it. See, I, um, I would go.
1: I know rob has been like you know this is a gateway to the horror but for me it was a gateway to sitcom so i would go more sitcomy and say bill lawrence he's so good with like character stuff
4: Yeah. yeah bill lawrence could do a good job with it um but he doesn't do movies i don't think no. he's ever done a movie so i don't i don't know if he would ever do that i mean he probably would for the right price but i i feel like bill, bill lawrence could do it because because he's all also very good at balancing that tone between like serious and mm-hmm. comedy and and you could easily tweak that into being like the macabre elements and comedy the, so i feel like Bill lawrence could Give be the it.
0: writers who wrote the first two episodes of wandavision
4: <laughs> all right give me a second
0: <laughs> I think it's just one person wrote the whole show, but anyway, I think know. it is. Um, yeah, do them or or George Lopez since he seems to do good for Herman.
2: <laughs>
1: um Jack Schaefer, it's, and uh, Gretchen Enders. We did the yeah. first two episodes. Yeah, do those two have them oh.
0: write something for us because they have. Uh, love it looks like in their writing to pay homage to something classic like that
1: uh, Kenny do yeah. you have I know you're more on the spectrum of me compared to these two but do you have
3: anyone like the, I just
0: watched this shit yeah. I don't know people <laughs>
3: <laughs> right basically alright well.
0: nothing nobody Nobody. you don't have any like give us a show or a movie that you think the writing is good on Todd McFarlane.
4: Like <laughs> Vince Gilligan.
0: Vince McMahon.
4: <laughs> Vince McMahon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if, you want, oh, no. if you want to see a
0: Monsters oh, movie worse uh, than any Monsters movie ever, hire Vince McMahon.
4: <laughs> uh, <sighs> right, here, we, here, we, here we go, guys. Just watch any of the fiends. Arc. Quentin. Quentin t- Quentin Tarantino's last film, Monsters. No, that's got to be Star Trek, just <laughs> to upset Michael.
0: I'm, I'm interested to see if he ever gets his Star Trek film made.
4: I don't think it's ever going to get made. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Um. No, like, there,
0: there just has to be a good team of people for him to work with. And not saying that the people that worked with him on this weren't good or anything like that, but... Rob also does like as um Austin said, same with Kevin Smith and shit like that. They're more indie guys. So a lot of the indie guys write their stuff, shoot their stuff, and that's it. Um
4: and it saves yeah, money though. It saves that a lot way, of money. If it, and which is why they do right,
0: it. <clears throat> right. So I can understand why they do that stuff. You don't have to pay it for a script. You don't have to worry about all these licensings of who owns what and all that crap or what you can do with the script later. Clearly Universal owns all the monster stuff, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah.
1: Well, it kind of does because they're not fucking doing shit with it.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah. We're not going down this road again. They're starting to do stuff. We got Carnival, uh, uh although they're not putting it out for some reason. It doesn't make sense, but okay.
1: Maybe after the new <laughs> Universal Park.
0: Nope. It won't happen. Oh. Um <laughs> anything else on the Monsters film, guys,
4: by Rob Zombie. Yeah, anything any else. W- you didn't get to anything say anything else. I think I said all my thoughts.
0: Okay. I just, I, I do recommend people go and watch this. This isn't my week recommend because hopefully you freaking watched it already before you listen to us talk. Uh, um, there's not much to spoil in this. There's like a few funny jokes and stuff and, but you really can't spoil this film.
4: Um, uh, there's nothing happens in this <laughs> film. <laughs> there you go. Uh, do you Did you have anything else, Kenny?
3: Um not really. Um I I actually do have to watch this with my kids cuz I didn't watch it with my kids. You
0: watch this twice without <laughs> your kids. You are a bad bad parent. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um uh, <laughs> I I'll probably uh, see nah, it with nah, his nah. kids
0: before he does, and I'm I'm twelve hundred miles away. <laughs> he's 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 falling away. Oh. All right. Um. It just looks like he's just really he sad. oh like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
3: I'm, a, like, I'm a bad oh, dad. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what's going on now because you guys can still we hear can me still but hear my you Just talk, broke. dude.
0: It's a podcast. It's not a video cast. Well, I People mean, don't need to see your ugly I'm face.
3: i leave that closed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, nobody
0: needs to see this. That <laughs> said, guys, uh, we appreciate both of you guys for coming on. Uh,
1: yeah, thanks yeah, for having thank us. Thank you for Austin. joining our anniversary show.
0: Yeah. Thank you for celebrating one year of podcasting on the, the Munster Cast. Um, you guys can also check out our other podcast coming back soon, hopefully uh is operation babble on all audio streaming services and on the Mike Shrews YouTube channel if you want to see our pretty ugly faces there. Um you can do uh what is it? You can go to themonstercast dot and see uh everything that we do there. Um you yeah. know videos, podcasts, all that fun stuff and then you can also go to the monstercast.com/merch to purchase any of our geez, i'm tangled up now uh purchase any of our shirts um that we have there more is are to come as we are able to get them out guys you can also find the cast on all social media platforms via the monstercast and on youtube via the cast youtube channel where you can see our pretty ugly faces all the time 24/7 Uh, And we're also uploading other content there as well. Um, Not just the podcast episodes so that people can check out like a trailer of what we're about to watch or um, extra random videos that we find monster related or monster universal monster related to as far as that goes, you can also leave us a review on all your podcast services of choice uh, and or on. YouTube. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah
1: can you can contact us. Comment, thumbs up, thumbs down, Thumbs whatever. up, comment, all
0: that other fun crap <laughs> as well. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a long day today. <laughs> Usually we do this at the beginning. And you can also um, email us at themonstercastoutlook.com for any questions, concerns. We've actually had a few of them. I hope this uh, episode answers um, one of our emails that we had about asking if we were going to um, talk about the monsters uh, and I'm trying to pull up, make sure I have everything up. <clears throat> and uh, they also asked if we were going to talk about the comic books. Uh, yes, we are going to talk about the yep. comic books eventually. That's on um, our list of uh, things. Yeah. It's on our list of things to get to. Um, our,
1: so yeah. <laughs> so a little behind the scenes peek. We're like, Constantly in flux with what we're doing, uh, come November. We know how we're going to end the year, uh, mm. but as for November and uh, a little bit of October, it's kind of changing as we oh. go here yeah. and there. But, yep.
0: Uh, <laughs> and what are we doing next week? Oh, no, wait. Before we get into that, uh, Kenny, any final words for coming on to the show? Hmm
3: you, no, you never talk right when me. you come uh, on
0: to these podcasts you need I'm personality
4: <laughs> uh,
0: and austin do you have anything to pitch to us today my man same stuff
4: um i'm a yeah same stuff um i'm a am an amateur photographer i do mainly uh film photography um you can follow me on my instagram where it's austin mosier photos um yeah i I do some video stuff uh, for my friend at, who owns a recording studio here. And they ha- he has a YouTube channel uh, called backstage at Bigfoot where we do like a kind of a half podcast, half uh, interview <laughs> at half a live performance show. We only have one episode up currently, but we're working on the second. Awesome. So you can, you can fo- check us out and follow us there, but Yeah thanks for having me on it's always fun to be in here and talk whatever <laughs> with you guys yeah
0: anytime austin comes on it kind of turns into a somewhat of a operation babble episode we get a little uh, sidetracked with other uh so. i feel like we
4: were on track I feel like for, uh, for the movie
0: yeah appropriate for the movie especially with the director and stuff like that so we did pretty good um
4: and if that and talk interests we went on you a little kevin smith we yeah. went on a little Kevin Smith. Cha- uh, and, I think his uh, name comes has to come old, up though but...
0: when he is kind of like a Rob Zombie, you know. In
1: yeah, just didn't yeah, do they're very first. similar. <laughs> if if this kind of uh, <laughs> uh, conversations interest you, check out Operation Babble and look forward to it returning soon. Hopefully, soon.
0: <laughs> hopefully, before Halloween, because I want to do a Halloween episode. Oh, we're definitely um, doing a
1: Halloween episode, but maybe before then, <clears> we'll see.
0: <clears throat> yeah uh also guys next week we will be talking about marine land carnival it's uh monsters visit marine land if you can definitely go out and order the um dvd now you can purchase it now it's for sale the day this comes out this podcast comes out it is the monstercast.com marine land carnival is where you can purchase it uh we get a few pennies if you guys go to those specific links there um and then Uh, uh, he
1: literally means pennies yeah literally (laughs)
0: pennies but any penny helps you know
1: yeah Um, every little bit helps so yeah yeah, that
0: uh that goes uh for next week is marine land carnival and um we'll discuss all that
1: stuff uh since we didn't mention it if you would like to give us a little more than pennies we also have a patreon nothing special in there it's basically just a tip jar don't feel obligated basically
0: um i sometimes i post some photos and crap in there too and you get access to our discord, discord as well yeah, which yeah. yeah which we'll be using come next year a lot more for uh some special content that i am uh Ooh, setting up for everybody yeah that so content sizzling the in the background
1: what's that <laughs> I hear that content sizzling in the background
0: there <laughs> <laughs> um all right guys for this week's recommendation because we watched the monsters Everyone should have watched it. If you haven't, of course, go watch it. I also recommend the first Hocus Pocus film. And I also Um,
1: recommend the first Hocus Pocus film.
0: So go watch that, especially because the second one came out. So watch this one first because I recommend it, damn it. (laughs) And um, also it's the better one because
1: hardly ever anything sequel is better than the first other than Empire.
0: Uh and since we did a recommend and we barely ever have guests on, and Terminator do too. you guys have uh recommends for people to go out and watch? Something we we try and keep it um you know theme kind of related, somewhat macabish.
1: It should be easy, it's the month of October. <laughs>
4: right. Uh I wish I would have planned something, I could have fi- figured Ooh. something, but I don't okay. really I don't really have anything I can pull out of the what, top of my head. You said Young
0: Frankenstein earlier.
4: Yeah, Young Frankenstein. I I guess I'll throw that okay. one out there because if you if if you found that joke funny, <laughs> go 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 find, go find where they stole it from. It's much you funnier. Found the whole premise of how Herman
0: was created. <laughs> awesome, uh, Kenny. What about you, man? Anything?
3: Um no not different than you guys because we actually just did the double feature last okay. night Cool. Focus, focus, focus. I, I do have All one right.
1: more actually uh, this one's a bit harder to find and it's in the uh, the archives yeah the yeah. archives of Disney now that they bought Fox but um, uh, Christopher Lloyd's uh, When Good Ghouls Go Bad I, I love this one when it aired on TV and it's really hard okay. to find now so if you can find it uh, snatch it up
0: awesome sweet man
1: uh and one more time guys
0: definitely go out and get that remind magazine uh i can't do it uh remind magazine um from themonstercast.com/slash/remindmag, slash remind mag m-a-g um and that will have some cool articles in there to, hi- uh, to hide to tell about um the monsters and a bunch of other stuff in there too all right guys uh give us any last words today thank you guys so much for coming on with us and uh hopefully it's not the last time you guys come on so
1: yeah, it's been a many yeah, times. it's been a fun year yeah we can't wait for the next one
0: awesome all right guys with that said thank you very much and we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 mockingbird lane
2: file. Uh-huh.